Little reality check by the Dolphins. They are a passing football team. Asking Marino to hand the football off to a running back is kind of like asking a brain surgery to operate on hemorrhoids. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my, uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know what they would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm-hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then yeah. upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay, um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay, um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Just Mommy. one moment. You, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it life? puts the lotion in the basket. Okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got that. my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to make it an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Hello? Why don't we just play that for four hours today, huh? Oh, God. Hey, it's 10.03 at 560 WQAM. Happy Monday to you. I'm <laughs> sweating from it. Oh, man. And, of course, if you didn't see the silence of the lambs, you're going, what's so funny? Joe Castello still hasn't. What? Joe Castello still hasn't seen it? We're sitting here, like, with tears running down our eyes, and Joe's like, what's so funny about that? <laughs> okay, well, hey, listen, nobody's perfect. You see that nose? So anyway, uh, you know, I go away for a weekend for a couple of days. I just go out of town a little bit, come back, and old Governor Bumpkin, the heat coon, dies. He sure got a hell of a lot of nerve, and Buddy McKay's not too happy about it. He's, he's probably thinking, man, why couldn't you do this? If you're going to do this, why not do it a couple of months sooner? And you do notice, by the way, they found his body just a few feet away from his, George, exercise bike. Well, of course, now that George is, like, uh, filling in when I go on vacation or, like, when I take a long, you know, extra hour on a weekend like Friday, uh, what did George give me for my birthday this year and even came over to the house to put together to make sure I would use it right away and a lot? An exercise bike. How do you like that? Oh, yeah. And Governor Bumpkin dies just a few. Now, here's a guy with an enlarged heart, 68 years old. What the hell is he doing in there with all these exercises? 
Huh? Well, what's he doing in there uh, puffing and huffing? And, so, and then I love this article in the paper like, like they know. They found his body seven and a half hours after he died. But it says, uh, let's see. Oh, maybe it was not in there. Maybe it was in the uh, Sun Sentinel. One moment, please, okay? One moment, please, because they've, uh, they've got it all figured out. It says, uh, with his brain deprived of, uh, yeah, he, um, his heart began beating erratically during a regular workout because of his uh, abnormally enlarged start. With his brain deprived of oxygen, he lost consciousness and slipped off a stationary bike. His death was probably quick and painless, according to a preliminary. How, how the hell do they know that? They don't know that. Preliminary autopsy said it was uh, quick and painless, right. So Buddy McKay is really pissed off because now he gets to be governor for, uh, what, two, a little over two weeks? And that's the end of that. And Jeb Bush is uh, kissing the ground, boy. If this would have happened a couple of months ago, we would have no Governor Booch, I tell you that. Oh, by the way, speaking of Booch, Booch, you better Booch up a little bit over there at the Orange Bowl. Yeah, I saw on the news last night. I saw that ridiculous crap. Well, I saw two pieces. Or I guess it was this morning on Channel 7. More mincing queens there at the uh, big celebration last night with the balloons. Well, I guess it is legal at least to blow balloons anyway. Huh? Yeah, they, well, if you're going to put your energies into something, you might as well be blowing balloons. And so they had all those balloons going, the 500 or so gay rights supporters there after celebrating the passage of the gay rights ordinance in Dade County. Oh! There you go. And, of course, leave it to the media to always, uh, you know, find the fruitiest. And, and of course, they're, they're stopping around busting these balloons, which makes them look even fruitier than they would have been if they had just been standing there uh, doing whatever they would have been doing. So, well, on the one hand, we had that. Then, on the other hand, we go over and see the, uh, the scene from the Orange Bowl where these crazy spicks, they wanted 100,000 people to show up there Saturday night to protest the passage, you know, to protest uh, anti-discrimination law, to show the world that we still can be bigoted against those maricones. And I think they just, the, the 100,000, they came close, they just left 1,000 off. They had the 100, but they, the 1,000 the part was the part that they missed. Yeah, it looked like there was a smattering 2,000 my ass, okay? There was a couple of hundred misfits there, and they dragged, they slept along their kids to make it, to inflate the con, make it look good. And, and the whole thing, by the way, was in Espanol. They played a little bit of the audio. And that was it, as usual. Oh, boy. What a world, huh? What a crazy world. And then, of course, Joe DiMaggio. He just keeps hanging in there, and he is pissed off. He is fired up and pissed off. He's had it. He's sick and tired of the goddamn media sticking their nose in there and all of these false reports, he said, as he took one or two breaths. Why can't they just, and I agree with him, okay, why can't they just let this man die with a little bit of dignity? Why is it that every time he farts, we have to read about it, find out what flavor it was, how long it lasted, did he sneak it, was it like a, uh, you know, did it stain the sheet? Something like that. Why do we have to do it all from Utah? Mo, you know? Yeah. No, come on. Tell me you're joking. To win for president like uh, before you were born? You don't remember Mo Udall? No. Uh, former uh, Utah senator, Democrat. Good guy, huh? Like the outdoors. He was like one of those Yule Gibbon guys. He used to eat the bark off the trees. Good guy. Dead. But uh, baseball's dead because they just gave Kevin Brown. Now, now, keep in mind, here is a guy who's a pitcher. I don't care if he's the best pitcher in the history of the game, which he's not. So a pitcher plays every four or five days, okay? Not an everyday player. He plays every four or five days. And a few years ago, was it three, four years ago, 
when the Braves gave Greg Maddox $6 million a year, a pitcher, very good one, but nevertheless, everybody said, oh, my God, you're, that's that's ridiculous. That's an un unacceptable amount for a pitcher who only plays every fourth or fifth day. Well, hey, listen, sparing no expense, the Dodgers said, hey, how about $15 million for seven years for Kevin Brown, who will be 41 years old by the time that contract ends. <laughs> Anybody think he's going to be pitching by the time he's 41 years old? No. Hey, listen, four, 105 million for uh, seven years, 15 million years. Perfect. For a baseball player, for a guy who wears a jockstrap, for a guy who, on the one hand, talked all about his allegiance and how he wanted to stay here two years ago. Yeah. Why didn't he arrest him for saying, "Mickey, my d you motherfucker"? I say, "Come over here, you." Sucker, I'll knock you out. That's the call it Strohs, I think. 10.15 at 5.60 WQAM. So not only is the rest of the world totally confounded, Bubba's over there with Arafat right now speaking in the Gaza Strip. They're uh, doing it. Not only are they totally perplexed and confounded about all this Republican mania, this uh, lynch mob we got going in Washington, but the markets, man, are taking a gigantic... Wow. You watch. You watch. Already down 79 this morning, the Dow is going to drop like a rock. Just a total bunch of crap. That's right. Because we have a bunch of lunatics. Has anything changed in these last... I asked this on Friday. Any new information? No. Anything changed? Uh, no. But all of a sudden, they've decided, well, he should resign. He's a liar. He's a perjurer. Uh, I don't get it. There's absolutely not one shred, one piece of new evidence that they've gotten in these last two, three weeks. And now we've gone from, gee, we wish we could get this over with right away, and let's find a graceful way to get over, which was right after the election, to now all of a sudden, uh, oh, yeah, let's, let's put the country through a long, long impeachment trial in the Senate. And if he wants to avoid that he can resign in spite of the fact that the overwhelming majority of the people including millions who never voted for me either time don't want that don't confuse the sanctimonious assholes on the right with the truth okay no that's right they can't deal with it had a good day on friday for center one by the way they did 1046 thanks to sam and chris by the way for sticking around however long they stuck around at that uh, location raised 1046 bucks there and then the game last night they had a few of the best of stuff and raised 410 there, so that's 1456. So our grand total, uh, 82,002 dollars uh, plus whatever we got from Borders last week, and on the internet and on the uh, whatever else. So we got to be right around 85,000. And today's the 14th. We got right on schedule, baby. Are we going to make that 100 grand? Yeah. You bet your sweet ass we are. And maybe today. Are they going to be out in the van today? By the way, I'm assuming. I'm hoping. I'm uh, waiting to find out. When George is talking to China with somebody on the phone. Are they going to be out uh, somewhere? They'll be somewhere. Okay, they'll be somewhere. So we can do another uh, grand on that today. And I'm sure, Carol, any second now, any minute, any hour, any day, she's going to be uh, faxing us the update with the borders information. I guarantee you, right around at that 85,000 mark. Now, you can you could almost smell that 100 grand total, can't you? And like, like I said the other day, we're not worried about it because if we come up a few thousand short, I'm sure that Bruce Beasley personally, or maybe Carolyn Beasley, will write out a... Huh? She'll write out a check. It'll say, now, don't cash until the year 2525. They'll write out a check for us. No problem at all. So we're rolling along, singing a song. A lot of people distraught here in town because the Dolphins lost the game last night. It's only a game. It's only a game, okay? It's a football game. It's not uh, the end of the world. It's the same old crap. No offense. No running game. Same, same old bull crap it's always been for years and years. It got really boring and ponderous. I said, oh, who needs this? Who the hell needs this? And I did miss that Calgary game against the Panthers Saturday. That must have been a real exciting game, huh? Real snoozer. I saw some of the lowlights. I saw two greasy goals that Kirk McClain lit in there. That wraparound. Oh, Jesus. 
and that one that went like right between his legs there. I'm afraid that Kirk McLean is starting to revert to true form, and Sean Burke is already playing at exactly his true form. So it looks like real problems. And then again, I, I pick up yesterday's paper in the Sun Sentinel. Just hysterical. You fat idiot, you. You fat pudwhacker Michael Russo there at the Sun Sentinel who writes an article about, you know, we don't have columnists in this town. I've told you this before. What we have are people who are the tools for the propaganda machine, the, for the Panther organization. That's right. All they are are propagandists for the organization. Writes this big song to dance about, well, later on he writes about how the Beezers having problems in Philly and they're upset with him up there and the save percentage is low and yada, 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 which is all true. But nevertheless, would we rather have the Beezer than uh, the two goofballs we got now? Uh -huh. You bet your ass. But his main thrust is the Penguins want to unload Stu Barnes. They've demoted him to the fourth line and yada, yada. And it's very obvious this article with this column was written before Saturday night's game, Pittsburgh winning their game over St. Louis 4-3 to in which Stu Barnes scored his 13th goal of the season. And he starts out the column by saying, well, you know, uh, you know that Chris Wells for Stu Barnes thing may not be the end of the world now because Stewie is uh, pissed off. And he's, he's got, that was his 13th goal. Have the Panthers got anybody with 13 goals? No. Rock has got 14, by the way. We got anybody with 14? No. Anybody with 13? No. Anybody with 12? No. Anybody with 11? No. Anybody besides rookie Mark Parrish with 10? No. I just thought I would ask that question, okay? But again, here we go spinning, trying to convince the fans, trying to convince the public out there that uh, that, that was really a great move. By the way, has Chris Wells played one game yet this season? No. Scored any goals? No. Any assists? No. Contributed anything to this organization this year? No. Okay. But he looks good in a suit uh -huh. up there in the stands, wherever, wherever, he's, wherever he's hanging out. Who knows? So you come back to reality when you come back to this town. You open up your newspaper and you read more. Crap. Never ends. Never ends. More propaganda. Not people who know their subject matter, who know what they're writing about, who can really make a statement, make a critique, make a whatever it is, positive, negative, in between, whatever the hell it might be. Just a bunch of ass suckers, just uh, dutifully writing whatever they're told to write. Same old tired... Crap. That's right. That's the journalism in this town. Bullcrap. Here's a great article. Greg Reed pointed this out to me in a paper this morning, which I had missed. And from the Netherlands, no less. Vindication is music to the ears of Pilot, whose city on appeals board is ruled. Wim Denis, Denise, Noos, better known in Holland as Captain Flintstone, I like that better, had taken his case to the Dutch Council of State after the airport in the city of Groningen and had forbidden him to take off or land there from March 1996 to July 1997. Last year, Denise was briefly jailed by authorities who said he tied up a frequency used by air traffic controllers when he bellowed out the theme song to the popular cartoon series, Flintstones, Meet the Flintstones, They're a Modern Stone Age Family, in English for 20 minutes at a time. There you go. What's wrong with that? Wouldn't you be, you'd be in a good mood if you, you were on a plane and the pilot is singing over the intercom, Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. What's wrong with that? I think it's kind of amusing. Leave it to those Dutch. Probably some bad weed. But leave it to the Dutch, man. The Council of State conceded they need to keep the airways safe, but said on Friday the ban was too harsh. Let him have his fun, okay? As long as he's flying the plane straight, not too cockeyed, he can sing whatever the hell he wants. Those crazy Dutch, gotta love them. Okay, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. It is the 14th of December. I have a feeling we're going to be playing like a lot of holiday stuff today. It's going to be one of those festive, uh, let's play a lot of stuff today. Market's down about 80 points. Error farts over there going, bat, 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 like that. Chelsea's over there with that real bad frizzy hair. Hillary's there. So, you know, somebody got up in the middle of the crowd there this morning. I thought it was really in poor taste. 
one of those crazy Arabs, and yelled, Hillary blows, and the president got right up and said, no, she doesn't, that's the problem. Or was it Hillary sucks? Something like that, I forget. Something close, you get it. But anyway, there's Laundry Head, and he's kind of like uh, shaking uh, Arafat. His lips are trembling, and he uh, like he, him and uh, that'll get him and Yeltsin together. Okay, two dead men in a, in a uh, strange outfit, standing side by side, and Bubba can just kind of sit there and smile and laugh and you know chuckle. This whole thing, man, with this impeachment, this it's it's like the world has gone insane, or at least like the Congress has gone insane, and we sit back helplessly with nothing to do about it, except of course make a phone call or send a mailgram or a telegram, et cetera, and so on. And say, you bastard, you're out of your mind. Cut the crap. Cut the crap. That's right. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Good morning, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How are you today? Great. Never been better, sir. I'd like to tell all these right-wing idiot Republicans, whoever the hell they are, to quote Brian Cox, they should uh, suck my whatever. Yeah. I Uh, thought thought that's what started the whole problem in the first place. Well, what comes around goes around. Mm Mm-hmm. A, a quick observation on this Kevin Brown thing. Yes, sir. Um, I, it was, it was fifteen million aside, a year, sir. Fifteen million a year. I can, I cannot believe that. But as an aside, they said that he also stipulated in his contract, and please forgive me, I don't know if it was eight or twelve times a year, that the team at their expense has to fly Limousine. his family in a private jet from Macon to L.A. Yeah, and they also guess, have to take them in a limo. So I, I forget all the details. Yeah. yeah, I guess for fifteen million a year, he can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't believe that. I mean, it's, that's, that's the height of... And not, and not only that, he said he didn't want to... He, he had to leave San Diego because he wanted to be closer to his family who live in Georgia. Right, and that, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he went from San Diego to L.A. right up to Freeway. 120 miles closer. Right. So you can't... I mean, you can't call him a liar for... No, he, no he's just a bloodsucker. I mean, this guy, I thought he was a good guy, but he's just a, a real bloodsucker. He's got no loyalty to anybody. He's, he's a paid whore, you know? He pitched here and uh, did great. He went to San Diego and did great. I hope he loses 80 games this year. You know, it makes I me stick to my stomach. I can't believe anybody in the world is worth $15 million no. a year to every, every other... every fifth day. Yeah. I, I want a job like that. Yeah, me too. I'll take it. Neil, you have a great week. And back to you. Okay, five, six, seven. We got one call on the board. It's going to be a real grim day today. I can feel it. You can smell it. They're all out shopping. They're running around. They're schlepping. We'll find out for you where uh, Sam and uh, and uh, Chris are going to be today with a van, and try to raise some very serious bucks for you today for Center One. Is I mean, you know, it's really interesting the people that don't help out any of these causes, and then they sit back and they open up a big mouth, bat, 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 you know, and go kiss Wayne's ass. Wayne is still a, you know, I don't care if Wayne gave fifty million dollars to charity. He's still a piece of crap. Okay. I don't care if you give a hundred million, he's still a piece of walking crap. That's what he is. He's a turd burger. And if you don't believe me, buddy, just go out there and ask anybody. Oh, by the way, and speaking of buddy, what is that he-coon thing? Can somebody explain that to me? A he-coon is butcher than a she-coon. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. What? That, I'm serious, too. A, a he-coon is the toughest animal in the redneck forest. But, I mean, Buddy, buddy McKay says, where, where's this line? He says, this is not any great pleasure for me, he said yesterday when they swore him in to be governor for like a few days. I could, I would far prefer to see the he-coon serve out his entire term. And I know they used that term for him, uh, but well, I mean, Jesus, I know he was a bumpkin, but the he-coon? Don't you think Alonzo Morning would be pissed off to hear that? Uh-huh. 26 past 10 at 5 a.m. Billy Bobby, 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 Billy
1032 at 560 WQAM. So the heat cooling is dead. Well, that's, uh, I, I just can't, I can't bring myself to under, to, to refer to a governor. I don't care whether he's a good, he was okay. He never stole a freight train. He was, uh, you know, like Andy Griffith kind of. Wasn't he? Very much like Andy Griffith. Kind of a good old boy. But he coon, somebody will call and explain that to me, okay? Because that just ain't my lingo. Jews don't know from no he coon. I'm sorry. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Mobile in Miami. Going once. Sounds awfully dead to me. Don't sound like nobody on there. Here's a lady in Plantation. Hello? Yeah, hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay, ma'am. Um, I just wanted to let you know you got a real nice plug about your Center One campaign about 5 o'clock during your pregame show yesterday. I'm not sure who did it, but since I don't listen to it, we were on the way to the game. Right. But they got into it, how you raising the money, you were at 80 grand, let everybody come out and buy a CD or tape, whatever. So I was real impressed. You got a little Great. help. Well, thank God um, we can use the help. We're, we're getting there. We're going to do it. I, I know you will. I have faith in your Neil. And uh, I agree with you. These Dolphin fans need to get a life down here. <laughs> we went to the game last night, and we were coming out after we lost, and they were fighting in the parking lot. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. we, were, we were coming through, and they just all of a sudden started fighting. Ah, I'm going to lose you. There you are. Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Uh, You're still there. You're gone. Okay, we lost her. So they were fighting in the parking lot. So let's hear it for those Dolphin fans oh, and the Jet fans oh, and all those others who get good and liquored up. They oh, get their tailgate party about five, six hours before the game starts. And, of course, when it's a night game like last night, about eight hours before the game starts. And uh, so by the time the game starts, they're, like, totally blitzed. Are you ready for the excitement of football? Are you ready? No, I'm not ready, okay? I couldn't give a crap less. Oh, you can't say that. I just said it. I couldn't give a crap less. I couldn't give a crap less. We have an open line at Broward, all three in Dade, 5670560. By the way, I realize it was only a handful, a small handful. Anybody out there got a small handful? Uh -huh. I do. But at any rate, uh, the assholes that showed up there in the Orange Bowl. But somebody needs to sit those bastards down, those 10th world country assholes, sit them down and tell them that, you know, they, they fled a country because they were seeking to escape uh, discrimination and repression and prejudice and et cetera, yada, yada, yada. And then they come here and they start uh, deciding, well, we're going to discriminate against these people and Medicorn and all this other crap. Get with the program, okay, because you're living in the dark age. The, uh, the audacity of a bunch of Neanderthal assholes to think that they're going to come here and start uh, pulling this kind of crap. Guess what? Sorry, ain't going to work. You're living, you're, you're about 20, 30 years too late, okay? Even the orange juice queen, she's long gone. Medicon, Medicon, Medicon. And like I said, it's basically a self-hating thing anyway, you know? You're not fooling anybody. Believe you me, it takes one to know one. All those, uh, all those old Cubans. Of course, they were raised Catholic by the priest, so maybe he uh, altered their view on life. Dade County, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here on All Request Monday. Well, no, we might as well make it painless from now through the holidays. Might as well do that. I heard George on uh, Friday on the way to the airport. Sounded good. The only thing is that asshole from Boynton Beach... I can't believe that you didn't know who it was. I can't believe that you, uh... Ah, you little spick. You know, that that guy, seriously, we've had a lot of asshole callers over the year. And I, I've tried to figure out whether this guy thinks that he's being provocative or he's... I, I don't know what his story is or if he's just plainly, uh... He's an asshole. Yeah, I think so. Because he's boring. He's really ponderous. The one with the New York accent. In fact, even the people in New York hate New Yorkers like him. Seriously, that's probably why he's here. They hate him like poison. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I would pay hundreds of dollars to listen to you debate these pseudo-intellectuals, wannabe moralists, right-wingers that are on in the morning. 
Because you would destroy them. They're around in the morning. Yes, like uh, Rick Siderman, uh, Steve Kane. They wouldn't. They wouldn't but, dare. Sir, sir, they sir. Would we can't, let, let me just say this to you, okay? There aren't enough people listening to the, the people you just mentioned to me. There aren't enough people listening to fill a phone booth to that show, okay? So I, why would I even waste my time with them? Well, you know, it's like uh, I have faith in you, and uh, they would never dare to, to, to even come near you. Okay, thank you. I hope not. Because I know Rick Siderman smells real bad, and the other one, he's just, uh, you know, he's just trying to fake his way through and squeeze a living out, which I do understand that. We have an open line at Brown. I, I, why, why do people call and talk about uh, those people? You know, if we're going to talk about other people in the business, which I do, I have no problem with that, talk about somebody that somebody might listen to, which there aren't too many of those shows in town left anymore. There's a lot of people listening to elevator music, and there are a lot of people listening to Howard and a few other, you know. But, but as far as uh, Steve Kane and Rick Siderman and the light bulb and John Ford, by the way, when's that going to happen? December 22? Because I punched over there this morning just to see if uh, they were still on there. And were they still on? Uh -huh. Yeah, they were still on, but it's just a matter of days. Boy, that was one of the shortest shows in history. Yep, that stupid talk. Um, and every time that Kennedy, uh, that bald-headed geek, I've said this before, I'll say it again. He's got to be Pete Bulger's twin brother, identical twin, a real little twerp, an asshole, a backstabber. Every time I look at him, I think of Pete Bulger, and I start cringing. I start feeling like unclean. A man who will sacrifice anyone on the face of the earth for his own personal gain and the kind of crap it takes in order to save his own ass. Does he really know anything about what he's doing? No. Anybody that would put that babbling <laughs> bitch back on in the afternoon. Afternoon drive? Hank is going to eat her up for breakfast, okay? You think Rick and Suds have been, uh, like, wavering there in the afternoon? Wait till you see her number. Oh. Oh, my God. The hopper is just uh, licking his chops already. Not over her, by the way. Can you, oh, and that makes me think of that thing, the uh, the waxy job. Yeah, maybe that's where she ought to be. She ought to be on waxy. The babbling brook. Don't you remember she had that bad wax job when she was removing hair from her, uh, with that wax, that ball of wax? 21 before 11 at 5, 6. We've combined the thrill of phone sex and the excitement of the Elvis talk line to bring you Talk Dirty to Elvis! Have the king satisfy your every secret desire. Oh, baby. Oh, oh baby. Elvis. Baby. Oh. What would you do to me? Oh, Elvis. What would you do to the king? Oh, oh baby. Oh. Oh, oh, Elvis. Oh, king. Oh. Son, baby. Oh, man. I'm Beverly Shawley. Oh, Elvis. Sorry, baby. That's right. Talk dirty to Elvis. Call 1-900-TEDDY-BEAR. The king is waiting to talk to you. Call 1-900-TEDDY-BEAR now. I don't want to get those Elvis files really upset again, but uh, it was said. It was widely rumored that he was the most important man in town in Memphis and uh, in various parts, and in Vegas, and in Tupelo. Maybe all those years sleeping with Mommy might have had some kind of effect. Uh -huh. Two open lines in Dade County. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, he cooed. Yeah, let's uh, find out what that's all about. I heard it uh, yesterday, I think. They're saying that it's the, the smartest and the toughest raccoon in the pack. The, the smartest coon in the pack? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Hey, can I make a shameless request? Okay. It's all uh, request Monday. Haven't heard it in a while. You used to play something where, where you um, would be eating the, the bird's fingers. Oh, yeah. You think you can get that on? I sure can. I appreciate it. And have a great uh, whatever you're celebrating. You too. See ya. What is that called? Best of Meals. Best of Meals, yeah, with Jim Scholar. Great. Okay, haven't played that in a coon's age. Speaking of the he-coon. 
No, seriously, I don't know. I just, I'm not into that uh, Yahoo lingo. There's just something about it to me. Maybe, maybe it's uh, a Jewish thing. I don't know. But I find it very demeaning. I mean, to call a man who's the governor, he was a senator, he was the governor a couple of terms, and he was the old he-coon, you know, just, uh, oh. I mean, then there was always Daniel, what well, was not Daniel Boone, but Estes Kefauver with the uh, coonskin cap. Now, there are a lot of people in the South that do like wearing coonskin things. It all depends, I guess, on what kind of coon the skin came from is how you view it. You know what I'm saying? We have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the Mobile One line. Boy, they sure are making a racket out here, these garbage people out here. You're making one hell of a racket out there, you know. What's the uh, story? Did they ever get the uh, replacement glass upstairs on the third floor? Do we know? We don't know. I mean, it's it's the 14th of December. I know, there he goes again. You're right. Don't even move in that direction. Just keep a real positive outlook. We'll be upstairs one of these days, one of these years. It isn't going to be a 19. Is it going to be in this year? No. I don't think so. Maybe just in time for the Y2K problem. Maybe like a year from now. We'll be like uh, thinking about it. We'll be hovering on it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil, if Kevin Brown is worth 15 million a year for throwing the ball, then uh, Neil God should be worth at least 30 million a year. What oh, do you ser- think? I mean, seriously, would you subsidize that? Is anybody in their right mind going to pay uh, these, these kind of ticket prices they're going to be having? Uh, I won't. Anyway, uh, Neil, since you're the uh, expert in uh, Las Vegas travel, what, yes, sir. What, what do you think about the... Uh, I have an opportunity of staying at the new hotel that's opening up the Mandalay Bay. And the Mandarin Bay, the one that's sinking? <laughs> who, who, who said that it's opening up? Uh, well, I, from my understanding, it's opening up in about three months. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, I don't think that. Well, I mean, I was just there a couple of weeks ago, and what I heard is that uh, they they're waiting, and if it sinks anymore, they're going to have to destroy it and start all over again. It's sinking. It's sinking. Right. Jeez. It's sinking into the sand. It's going to be. In fact, I think it's going to wind up in China. It's going to be the first casino in China. Well, what, what what hotel would you recommend? I, I would stay at the MGM. I'm telling you, man, you can't do any better. I don't care what anybody tells you. They can give you a song and a dance about the Rio Suites or about this place. Stay at the MGM. You'll you'll be ecstatic. You'll be delighted. Tom, right. I guarantee you can't miss. All right, thanks a lot. Okay, and what a... about uh, tra- uh, travel wise? What's what's the best airline to go on? You don't have much choice. As America you, West, you, huh? Well, if you want to go nonstop, America Worst is the only one. Or do do Delta. Do Delta through Atlanta or through uh, Dallas. It's a little longer, but uh, you'll get there alive in one piece. It'll be a, a piece of cake. All right, I'll do okay. Delta Burke. Okay. Thanks. Do Delta Burke. Yeah, Delta's okay. I flew Delta this weekend, and they're starting to make a little bit of a comeback. Although, I'll tell you one thing. The food on Delta's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> In fact, they're getting smart. You know, instead of trying to feed meals, even in first class on a lot of these flights, they bring in that little basket. It's got, like, those little things of pretzels in it. And, you know, here, here, have a little snack. These cost us about four cents a piece. Don't, don't take more than one now. Come on. In first class. Especially we know you're using frequent flyer miles. They, they don't like that, you know. When you come right down to it, they really resent the fact that they have to redeem the frequent flyer miles. All the airlines, they hate that. Even though it's a big come on and a big incentive, you know, for you to fly a lot and pay a lot of money to accumulate those miles, they do not like when you want to redeem them. Oh, gee, you're not. Oh no, well you can't do it on this date. You can't, and there's no seats on this plane. And, yeah, what? And, well, I haven't even told you the date yet. Well, whatever the date is, we don't have anything available on the flat flight. They don't like it. Here's Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Uh, 
I've been a listener to you since you've come on, and I have a great deal of respect for you. I don't agree with everything you say, but there are two points I'd like to bring up. Okay. Uh, one, the baseball thing. I'm 63 years old, retired for the last nine years, and have been an avid baseball fan player and everything for many, many years, obviously, as a fan uh, player much younger. And they destroyed the game. Yes. Absolutely destroyed the game. And the idiot like Silly gets up there and says, well, we may have some problems in the smaller cities. They... Who said that? Bud Selig. Oh, oh, he's a jackass. He's, he's, a, he's an idiot. You're absolutely right. He has absolutely destroyed the game. And, you know, I, I agree with you that we have... That, a... You know what that's like? That's like if you've got $100,000 in cash... Okay, mm -hmm. to go out and buy a new car. Right. And I security or health care because we're too busy oh, impeaching the president because you got a couple of blowjobs. That's 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 where their head is at right You're now. You're right. You're absolutely so now, right. Now, what what's going on right now is so criminal and so unacceptable, and the media are too goddamn stupid or too stubborn to uh, to, to tell it like it is. They got their fingers up. Well, you know what it is. Wreck them. Yeah. No, you know what it is. Always said. Some of them don't, will never need a proctologist because they're perfect assholes. Exactly. He's an asshole. Okay, pal, hang in there. Okay, thank Have you. a great life. We have an open line in Broward, one and date, five line. Our van uh, is going to be where? No, we'll hear a van. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm anxious. I want to get up to that 90 grand thing before Saturday. I want to go over 100 grand, and I'm going to take, I'm going to take a, a piece of paper that's got our final center one total come uh, January uh, 2nd this year after the uh, New Year's holiday, and I'm going to shove it right up uh, Buddy Nevin's rectum. That's what I'm going to do. Because as far as the rest of the media in this town are concerned, we could be sitting here, I could raise a million dollars for what you fill in the blank, whatever charity would be, and they still wouldn't put anything in there about it. But if it's Wayne Huizinga, or if somebody just donated $100 to the Danny Marino Foundation, right away it's in there because they're all sucking each other's ass. But because I won't play that game, and I won't sit here and cover up for them and their bullcrap that they keep feeding the public, then I'm a bad guy. So no matter what Neil tries to do, just like that Diane Magnum piece, for whatever reason, I'm on a plane yesterday and I started thinking about that. Boy, did I get snookered in again or what, huh? Uh -huh. Yeah. Use me and my audience to try to goose your numbers up there during the sweep. Let's not do anything that would make Neil look too good, okay? And let's kind of twist and manipulate whatever he told us, just uh, however we want. And certainly don't promote him in any way or tell anybody what station he's on or what time he's on or that he does raise any of this money or that this center one thing is going on. Don't do that, God forbid. What a place this is, man. Here's Boca. Hello. Boca. Okay, nice talking to you, too. Open line of day one at Broward. I wonder which uh, jackass that was. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil, how you doing? Okay. I'm Vegas. What do you think of the uh, ex-counsel? No. I don't. Okay, we have an open line at Broward. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Only because you asked, I can tell you about the Hikun. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of boring, but uh, that one caller who called before was, was you know, he touched on it a little bit. But what did it? You remember last time when Governor Bumpkin beat Bush in the yeah. Bush, Yes. Well, basically it was like a, the the polls all favored Bush, and it's like a, a South Florida, North Florida type uh, a battle that the media tried to portray to, to try to make it more interesting. And up in North Florida, he got all the. You've heard of the term of Florida cracker, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, well Governor Bumpkin. I've lived here 23 years, sir. I know my Florida cracker. Okay. Okay. Um. The the heat. The, since the media had him losing, um, the Hiku, all the Latins down here are all Republican because of... Uh, yeah, because liberal is communist, right? Exactly. Anything to the left so of he was, Hitler is communist. 
Exactly. So Bush was, was speaking in Latin, and all the Latins down here in South Florida were just going nuts and jumping up and down like a bunch of mm -hmm. bunch of tribal idiots. Yeah, you know? Especially when it's the Maricón, Maricón, we said that a couple of times, they really got into it. So that's basically what it's uh, so he, he never to. lost an election, did he, uh, Governor Bumpkin? He never did. He never he, lost he, an election. He really kicked ass. And it, the old Hikun would come out of the woods every night and beat the old bushes and uh, sneak up on you when he least expected it. Exactly. And so you've heard the term Dixiecrat also. Yeah. Where that's that's basically rednecks up in. Yeah, North but he he wasn't a Dixiecrat. I thought Strom yeah, was. Thurman. He, no, Lawson well, Charles was not a Dixiecrat. You don't think Dixie so? Dixiecrat was like uh, Strom Thurmond, uh, the Republicans uh, dressed in drag pretending to be Democrats. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's, he wouldn't know Dixie Crab. Hey, Neil, can I get a request? Yes, sir. Return to Santa. Okay. Thank you. And have a great life. All right, we're getting a good education here today. We're getting a little history lesson about the old Hikun. The Hikun is dead. I, see, they don't care about that. They're more concerned about goddamn Jolton Joe DiMaggio. That's what we're supposed to be excited about. Governor of the state dies. Dies. 68. And that's a teenager in this state, 68. That's not so old. Dead. Does anybody care? No. 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 Joe DiMaggio, they're worried about. And and I saw, they were showing some clips again of him this morning. I'm going to tell you something, because I, I haven't, you know, seen him in a long time. Here's one guy. They usually say most people in their life look good, like at, least at one point in your life, maybe even when you're a fetus, you look a little bit, okay, this man was ugly from, I bet as a fetus he was grotesque. He was one of the ugliest mothers I have ever seen in my life. So uh, Maryland must have seen something. Maybe he had a that didn't meet the eye. Something. Ten fifty six at five. Fort Lauderdale. Ben Coates, get away from the ball, motherfucker. Mm. So anyway, we're expecting Phil Salzman to call any second now. And the food is here. We want to thank Boone again profusely. There's enough food here to feed the Chinese army. Why? Why? One open line in Dade and one in Broward. Mm. Mm. Boy, this is good. What? What are you laughing at? Nothing. Everything's fine. I'm just sitting here, and you're over there cackling. I think Calder was right about you. Just relax. What, bird? Here, give me your finger. Now stick your finger in this piece of pita bread, okay? Okay. Ow! Mm. Man, I just bit... I just bit your finger off and you're still laughing. Mm. And you know what? It's not bad. You get nine more of these, right? Yes. Yeah, put a little melted mozzarella on this, and you really got something. Okay, so CNN is reporting now as Bubba is uh, walking out to a standing, a sitting, a uh, cheering ovation that Benjamin Netanyahu is satisfied with the changes in the Palestinian charter. They said, we're not going to drive into the sea, not yet anyway, and you never stole a freight train, and everybody's happy. We're making peace. And in the meantime, uh... They're over here hawking at China. He got a few blowjobs. You know, the rest of the whole world, not just the uh, Palestinians and the Israelis, the whole goddamn world is looking upon this country and what's going on here like there's some kind of a mental problem here. And that's what's wrong because we have a sexually constipated country and one party that's totally sexually neurotic and uh, out of their minds. 
The sexually neurotic Republicans, that's what we have now. Though. An entire party has been mesmerized by the far-right extremist wing that used to be called a bunch of lunatics, like Klansmen is generally what they used to call them, and now they've taken over the whole goddamn party and under the guise of being concerned about the law and the uh, principle of the Constitution and yap -pa -pa -pa, all this other bullcrap. They're going to drag us through a pile of manure, the likes of which you've never smelt in your goddamn... The likes of which the Hikun never smelt. Crap. That's right. Crap, with a capital K. We have two open lines indeed. And, of course, since it's not partisan, naturally, they're not going to allow the censure, um, uh, that, that measure to come up for a debate in the House on the floor in the full House this Thursday. They're not going to allow that to come up there because, God forbid, somebody might actually say, okay, that makes more sense. Let's get this over with and censure uh, the, the bastard. Maybe he won't do it again. Or if he does, we don't have to hear about it. No, we can't do that. We have to drag out all this bullcrap because this is payback time. Don't you understand? It's political payback time. That's the only thing it's all about. We're dealing with a bunch of crazy people is what we're dealing with. And the rest of the world is looking at us like, hey, uh, you see what's going on over here? we got a few problems over here. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Yeah. Yes, sir. A report on our congressional representatives, Neil. Uh, blew my kind of stack on Saturday morning. Try to reach all three of them. Yes. No luck. All weekend long. I finally got somebody this morning. They said, well, we close our our telephone lines on the weekend. I said, do you think with all the junk that's going on in Washington, you might want to keep them open? With all the crap that's going on, yeah. And uh, the answer was, well, maybe you're right. I just thought you'd like to uh, hear that. Hey, listen, they got to have time off to, uh, you know, take some graft. They take some uh, money under the table, you know. It's payback. It goes back to Roosevelt. It's payback. Right. They've never done one damn thing to, uh, to promote the social welfare of the poor. I say it's time for a goddamn revolution is what I say, sir. Oh. You first. Okay, we have two open lines, and uh, QM Van is going to be uh, today. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say anything. Okay, I don't want to pee in our parade before we start because we've had good success so far. Although Friday they did have to change locations after starting out there in Julioville. Now this is uh, in the Miami Lakes area. You're telling me the Palmetto at 67th near in the McDonald's uh, parking parking lot. The yeah. wrong side of the Palmetto, if you ask me. The what? I, I don't even know where that is, okay? I've lived here for a hundred years. I don't even know where that is. A lot is. of traffic going through there, by there. Miami Lake said, now that's Ludlam Road, right? 67th right. Avenue in the Palmetto. So in the northwest corner of the McDonald's, north of the highway. Well, you say a lot of traffic going through there, but I mean, how many, how many people are going to McDonald's? You know what I'm saying? Okay, but hey, listen, it'll be great. Sam and Chris, they're picking these places, and we're going to raise uh, over a grand today if they have to stay here till 4 o'clock in the morning. And if that's the one location we're going to stick with, they just might. Five six seven oh five six. Want to make it adventurous. I mean, we can pick places like Shooting Fish in a Barrel where we know all of our audiences, you know, like that University in Broward Boulevard. That, that was a piece of cake. No problem at all. We want to make it a little bit more challenging than that. Here's Pembroke Park. Hello. Morning, Neil. How yes, you doing? sir. Great. Uh, we missed you Saturday's game. Yeah. Yeah, we were looking for. I was out of town. Wasn't there? Oh, were you? Okay. Listen, I'm a fairly new listener, and my friend has been telling me about this NASCAR bit that you have about a big trickle tattoo. Yes, sir. And I was wondering if you could play that. I one. sure will. Okay. Can I call him a douchebag? Yes, sir. Well, you're a pole climbing douchebag. Okay. Get a new phone. It sounds pretty weak. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Brown Ports about that game Saturday, which I missed, by the way. Must have been real exciting. No. Huh? Losing to Calgary four to two. Losing to a girls' team. 
with some real, real weak goaltending. I don't know. We're not going to get... Uh, you know something? The only negative that I can say about my whole weekend is that there was one moment. I think it was on a plane. And I'm thinking to myself that that Andy in Hollywood uh, situation, I'm so embarrassed that I've allowed to get myself sucked into a situation where this... Uh, he, he comes up to me before every game, and I didn't know who that was. And I'm so humiliated and degraded and disgusted with myself for being that slow and that stupid and that gullible and that much of a stupid old fool. Speaking of slow and stupid, yes, McDonald's on the northeast corner. It's the Burger King that's on the northwest corner. I got my burger joints uh, juxtaposed. Well, burger you, okay, mister? The northeast corner of the... I, oh, that, that, that whole deal, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I'm dreaming. I'm just not familiar with that area. In fact, Miami Lakes, I'm not familiar with, uh, you know. It's been a long time since this old hikoon's been in Miami Lakes. Huh? I, it's just not my uh, stomping grounds. It's not my neck of the woods. I don't know what kind of neck is in that woods, but uh, I guess we'll find out. Open line at Broward, two and all three in daylight, eight minutes after 11 at QAM. In, uh, now, let's see, Shula State, too. Where is Shula State? I thought that was the big Shula's. Isn't only, Shula? I've huh? only been to one Shula's, and it was in Miami Lakes. I don't know which one that was. No. And uh, then we got the Bookster at 6. We got uh, Monday Night Football tonight. A real, real piece of uh, Crap. Uh, Lions at the 49ers, 8 o'clock tonight. Where do you go when you're AM? Sports Queer Radio is what the Q's for in UAM. Return to Santa. Return to Santa. I got a sweater from my grandpa. It was pink and black. But don't worry, be happy. Did on the back. He wrote upon it. Return to Santa. Just send me cash. All right. Your tacky sweater gave me a rash. I got a flying hose. He wrote upon it. Santa. I have no preview. Well, who needs this junk? Well, this year's Christmas. The real is gone. He wrote upon them. Return to Santa. Don't mean to be rude. But this Christmas, I got Scrooge. Return. 11.14 at 5.60 WQM. So uh, the boys, Sam and Dave, Sam and uh, Chris, are going to be out there in Miami Lakes. 11.30 this morning. Maybe we'll, Maybe I'm going to be shocked today. You think so? No. Going to be shocked and find out that we got tons of listeners in that area up there in Miami Lakes. And they're going to be flooding in there for the best of the LCDs and uh, cassettes and T-shirts, etc. Now, what have we got? Are we still got the same uh, bunch of stuff that we're giving away or what? I reckon... Well, that, I reckon uh, doesn't get the job done. I mean, maybe the Hikun might have said that if he could be here to say it. I reckon that sounds like his kind of lingo. He was he was okay. Hikun, this was your governor for Christ's sake. Does anybody out there care? No. He's dead. He was riding his exercise bike with his big oversized heart, and he croaked, and they didn't find his body for seven and a half hours. And good old Buddy McKay said, oh, this isn't the way I wanted it. Uh, I wish the old he-coon could have filled out, the, served out the whole term. Then he could have died. That was the implication from what he said, by the way. He wished that he would have filled, lived out the whole term. But then after that, he could have croaked. 
here's a mobile in Boynton Beach, of all places. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. May the heat coom rest in, in peace. Um, calling in uh, reference to that orange bowl thing you were talking about. Do you know what about. a heat is? Heat coon, uh, well, you're telling me now. I'm learning okay. as we go on today. So I know they need help right away. As soon as I'm listening to one of these shows, especially Hank, because Hank, you know, they consider him the, the maven, whatever, when he's uh, picking, the, picking the ball games like he does on ESPN. As soon as they start calling it, well, give me your uh, thoughts. Give me your thoughts means who should I bet. That, and uh, why don't you stop talking this double talk, okay? You idiots out there that want to bore us with your gambling calls. Just call up and say, hey, who should I, who should I take? Are they going to cover the spread? That's all. Instead of trying to play this uh, behind-the-back-door crap, okay? Leave the back-door crap to all those fudge packers out there and uh, cut the crap. Cut the crap. Open line in Broward about Nero was fiddling while Rome was burning. They're impeaching your goddamn president who's over there making peace in the Middle East, which, of course, is an oxymoron over there in Middle East peace, but nevertheless doing his damnedest to try to do it. And they're, what are they worried about here? They're worried about blowjobs and people who try to lie about their sex lives and who aren't just going to sit out there and burn out every goddamn gory detail. Yes, the van is there. The van is there, and how about the people? Are they lined up there? Wayam Van is there on the northeast corner of the Palmetto and 67th Avenue. That's Ludlow Monroe last time I checked. In the McDonald's parking lot. So before you uh, go in there and get your... Quarter. What is it? Northeast That's quarter. what I just said! Did you? It's on the effing northeast corner. That's what I just said, mister. Of the Palmetto and 67. Well, well what do you mean? How can, how can it be on the northeast corner of the Palmetto and 67? What, what does North that mean? The Palmetto west, you know, east of the Ludlum. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. There's a shopping center on the corner. There. Well, what is the name of the shopping center? Oh, God. What is... The, oh, God. Okay, if the Oh, God shopping center, the one with George Burns' face on the marquee, just look for that. Just look for the big golden arches, okay? Look for McDonald's and the QAM van and a couple of guys who are looking at each other saying, what are we doing here, okay? Look for them. 26 after 11 at 5. The QAM. Yes, push. I'm We come from Carolina and from Mississippi, too. We love to chew tobacco and shout, <laughs> We're rednecks, that is. Pickup trucks. Beer guts. And <laughs> Mr. Tony George had a good idea. Get them stock cars, boys, and bring them on up here. We'll throw a big party and we'll fill up the place. It's time that Indy had a NASCAR race. At the Brickyard, that is. In Speedway, Indiana, U.S. of A. What's that spell? Dallas NASCAR fans are a whole new breed. We love Rusty Wallace and we love Lake Speed. You can see I'm a NASCAR fan from the back. His pants are so low, you can see his butt crack. Hey! Lloyd, I can see a half moon and it's broad daylight. Get yourself a belt. Can I put my name on the buckle? Some NASCAR girls don't wear no shoes on their big floppy hooters. They got big tattoos. And mister, if you meet a certain fella from the south. Be careful if he tells you you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> Give me big 
hooters with big tattoos any day. Hey, Lloyd, look at them jiggle twins. She's got a Dale Earnhardt tattoo right there between her boobies. And a hairy gant between her legs. Hey, Lloyd, let them see your dick trickle. Lloyd, I meant your dick trickle tattoo. We sure had fun in Indian. We'll be coming back. I got myself a checkered flag. It's nailed to my gun rack. A brickyard can the best time this old boy has ever had. Next year, I'll bring my parents, Mom and Uncle Dad. Show them your new teeth, Lloyd. I bought them on layaway. I got me a picture of Richard Petty and Elvis. Mounted? No, they're just shaking hands. 1133 and 560 WQM. No more of those bad Elvis jokes. We're going to get those Elvis files upset again. What time is that show coming on, by the way? The Elvis Files? So anyway, uh, Sam and Chris are, I mean, this is really embarrassing, okay? They got the van up there in Miami Lakes, and they expect me to go on here and tour for them for dates for the Christmas party at Tropical Acres. So maybe if we have some nice old ladies out there who'd like to accompany Sam and Chris to Tropical Acres, they'll provide you with a fizzy glass to put your teeth in. Just before dinner comes, you can gum the food. It'll be delicious. The applesauce is out of this world. You can gum it. Oh, my God, a Christmas party at Tropical <laughs> Acres. Even Skipper Upchuck is embarrassed with that one. So, anyway, they want some ladies to come by there, okay? So, just drive by there and pick up your best of CDs and cassettes, and then as soon as they start hitting on you, look at them and go, <laughs> like that, like you would you think about touching either one of them. I think the answer would be a quick, no. But anyway, so I did my best shot. There you go, guys. That's the best I can do for either one of you. We have an open line in day two and bus line. So, evidently, we had a couple of cars out there, huh? As we continue pushing and prodding and trying, we'll get there. We'll get our hundred grand, and even I'm amazed at uh, how this thing is finally starting to roll along. Don't forget our website there, neilrogers.com. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, it's Tony from Biscayne Park. Long time no talk. How you doing, Tony? Not too bad. I've had a life in uh, practicing law and maintaining my house. Been doing pretty well. Practice makes perfect, Tony. Yes, it does. That's what the president says. Yeah. Anyway, the story on the Hikun. Yes. Okay. If anybody would know about a Hikun, it would be Tony. Yeah, Hikun. The, the irony was not lost on me. Right. Me. Anyway, uh, from what I understand, the younger raccoons in the woods, both male and female, usually do their hunting in the early part of the evening as soon as it turns dark. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that's the time when all the prey knows that they're out. So, they're so in other words, when, it, when it turns dark, that's when the coons come out? Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the older, the older male coons in the in the herd or whatever you call them, they're smarter. They wait until just before, because remember his thing was the old hikun walks just before the light of day? Right. Well, what that means is he waits until just before sunup, when all of the younger coons have done their hunting and they're back hiding out and all the rest of the game has come out. That's when, when they're back in the hood, yeah. Exactly. Hiding. That's basically how where that came from. Okay. But, um, but I had a... Governor Charles, he appointed me to the uh, State Marine Fisheries Commission really? last year. Yeah, huh. yeah, I've had it for about a year, and I think that's going to be his uh, one of his great legacies. He was he not only preached the value of diversity in the um, in the government and in getting all the different I mean, the Supreme Court with the black female, which has mm -hmm. never been done, and uh, and this was just a, a pattern that he had throughout the eight years that he was in office. He looked for people from all different walks of life, all different ethnic groups, but he looked for quality. I wish he wouldn't have lost that 12 bucks as a kid, which made him so anti-gambling and so good at issues on that issue. But other than that, he was... Uh, he was. Oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree on that issue. Yeah. He was very antiquated. But oh, I think boy. he's going to go down as one of the best. Okay. Bad. But anyway, good talking to you again, Neil. And when is your next appearance after uh, the one at McDonald's today? 
Our next appearance? Yeah. I'm appearing at McDonald's? <laughs> oh, you mean where are they going to be tomorrow? Yeah, when is the next Center One appearance that you're going to be at? Oh, no, that's uh, Saturday at the Plantation Borders, noon to 2. Saturday at Plantation Borders. On Sunrise Boulevard. Okay, hope to see you then. Okay, Tony. Talking, Take it easy. Okay, we have two open lines today. What just happened? I looked away again for one second. They're pretty, uh, I understand, it's uh, the 14th of December. It's Hanukkah and it's Christmas and you're busy, right? That's Monday. Are they busy? No. No, but they're putting on a good act. They got $80. Yeah, well, they've only been there for like eight minutes. Is that that's better than usual? Usually by now they're calling in saying, "Oh, we only got twenty dollars. Nobody's here yet." It's going to take them a while to get there. Okay, so maybe I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. We'll stick it. We'll play it by ear by noon. If we have a uh, turnout there by noon, and it looks like we're going to start uh, getting some serious numbers of people in there, fine. And if not, they're just going to have to go where there's like some uh, living and breathing people. By the way, if you're driving on 441, you can't hear QAM again. When we had that problem, I don't want to say we had it solved, but it kind of solved itself for a while. I think Castro's got that old woodpecker fired up again or something. Because when you're driving on 441, that, that sound is back again when you try to hear our QAM. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the old AM band on 441 is like that. One of the wonders of being on AM, baby. Trying to fight the goddamn high tension wires and the uh, light bulb, the lights, the fluorescent light. No matter what the hell it is, if you're on AM, you got a little bit of a problem. But hey, that's uh, that's what we like. We like overcoming those handicrafts. Here's Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How come since uh, Jimmy Blubberhead Johnson has come to Miami, you stopped calling him Howie Do Howdy Doody? What is it? You used to call him Howdy Doody all the he time. Is, no, he's a, but uh, Gordon Murphy on the Panthers looks more like Howdy Doody, but if that makes you happy, Howdy Doody, and have a great life. Oh, I'm, I'm not calling him, I'm suggesting that I'm not calling him Howdy Doody because I'm in his station. Is that what he's suggesting? That is most amusing, okay? I'm the one guy who said, what has he shown us here so far? Not much of anything, including last night, but I don't want to talk about it. We have an open line at Broward Alt on the AT&T wireless line. Just like they said, you know, when I came over here, I'd start kissing Wayne's ass. <laughs> uh, they were absolutely right about that, too, weren't they? 21 before noon. is that Calgary Panthers game on Saturday, huh? Probably because they weren't watching the game. They were out there busy uh, grabbing those T-shirts from the... And the, did, they, did they fix any of the problems from the uh, night before, I would like to know? Did they get the goddamn scoreboard working? Did they get the goddamn goal light so you can see it when it goes on since there were six goals and scored that game? I'd like to find out some of this stuff. Have we had any spy reports? No. You know, and doubling the ticket prices, which nobody will put up with. Definitely. He, he hit it right on the head when he said, just start the playoffs with the Orioles, the Yankees, the, uh, the Dodgers, and the Braves. Right. There you go. That's enough. I mean, that's ridiculous. I, I boycott all baseball. I, I am so glad that the uh, NBA strike is... I, I'm, right. I'm really sad that it's coming to an end because those big monkeys don't deserve the and money. The best thing that ever happened to literacy in America <sighs> is the NBA uh, being the. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to have any season at all, by the way. I, I hope they don't, no. man, because I am just loving it. Yep. And uh, I wanted to try on for a cart, Neil. This is for uh, for Depot. Yeah. Jeff Depot. J E F F. Suck, suck, sucks. How was it? Okay, see ya. Okay, we have uh, day lines wide open on the AT&T wireless line. I guess that has something to do with that J-E-T-S thing. That sucks. I don't know because I don't listen to that show too much. Because I like coming in and being in a real good mood every morning like I am today. So how are we doing out there at Miami Lakes? What is it? 120. That's pretty, uh, what is that? And it, and it died. And it died. Yeah, so that's six, uh, that's six in an Alma in 25 minutes. That's pretty weak. And there's nobody there now. See, if you're gonna, if we're gonna, I appreciate very much the fact that they like the chicks up there in Miami Lakes. Maybe that's what they're looking for, or maybe it's close to nearby Shula's, and they figure they can stop over there and get a free meal or something. 
but it would seem to me that there are many, many, many parts of town. In fact, Broward, quite frankly, I think we're going to do a lot better. I'm trying to think of other places in Dade County where we might have an audience, other than where we've already been. Do we have an audience in Dade County? No. No, I don't. <laughs> like down in Cutler Ridge, which is too far to go all the way down there today, but we didn't do any appearance down there this year, thanks to certain people upstairs. Cutler Ridge, we got a big audience down there. We had a gigantic turnout the two years ago for our last uh, appearance there. Remember that? Standing room only. But other than that, since they're already up to Miami Lake, somewhere like in uh, Broward would be good. How about over in Hallandale? Oh, How about right in front of Sonny Rosenberg's house? Oh, Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, spy report for that uh, so-called game, Panthers game. Yes, sir. I was there. All the mechanical stuff worked. The Panthers didn't show up. Uh-huh. I don't think and the organ guy didn't show up. He was there, but he, he didn't want to play anything. He didn't want so to play his organ? boring night. Yeah. And how about the goal lights? Did they straighten the those out? The goal lights worked. You know, they, they, they worked. So you could actually guy. see them? Yeah, you could actually see the goal light on the north side. Oh! All right. <laughs> that, uh, I'd like to find How'd out. I do like those two greasy goals. That, I didn't see the other ones, but the highlights that I saw, the two goals that I saw Kirk McLean let in, that wrap around and that shot that went between his uh, legs, that was oh, horrendous. They, they could have threw footballs in, Neil. Mm-hmm. They could have threw footballs in. And I don't know what the heck is going on, but uh, those Panthers, uh, they need a a bullet up the butt or something the, the night before the, the the game after they won the one before. Rectum, yeah. They're, they're screwing up really bad. So, um, I just wanted to let you know that all the mechanical stuff is on, on cue there now. Okay, so we got the mechanical straightened out. We got the goal lights. Now all we need is a team. Oh, there we it. go. You, you got it. Okay, pal. Thanks for the all report. Right. There you go. We finally got a few things <clears throat> straightened out. How about Pavel Burry? Are we going to pay for him? No. Okay. How about uh, Zygmunt Palfi? No. Got the money for him? Okay. Just checking these things out. Five six seven oh five sixty one. I will say this, by the way. Mike Smith in Toronto, one thing I can say about him. He's an asshole. Yeah, he really is. You know, that pot band deal that they keep thinking. It's uh, the same old crap again. In fact, I think Mike Smith and Brian Murray may be the same person. In fact, I, I, th I think Mike Smith, he, he takes the, uh, he takes the uh, things out of his shoes. What do they call those? The elevator shoes off? By the way, here's the latest to Paul Clinton. Should he resign? 37% say yes. 62% say no. There you go. That poll taken uh, over the weekend. Here's the Republicans saying he ought to resign to spare us for this uh, impeachment trial in the Senate, which they're the ones that are going to put us through it. And 62% of the public says no. We don't want him to resign, okay? Cut the crap. Cut the crap is what the public says, and the goddamn right-wing assholes, they won't cut the crap. That's right. On and on it goes, and where it stops, who the hell knows where. I'll tell you where it stops, the uh, 2000 election. You think this last, this last election was just a whisper in their ear. They're going to they're gonna take such a bath at the polls in the year 2000, they're not going to know what hit them. They're going to be screaming for, uh, you know, it puts the lotion in your uh, casket. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami, going once, going twice. Good morning. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm a frustrating Dolphin fan. I'm calling about that game last yeah, well, yeah. We don't care, okay? Call one of the sports shows. We're not interested in no frustrated Dolphin fan. Yeah, we don't give a crap. Yeah, in fact, let me say this. As somebody who used to be a former paying, nobody used to give me the tickets I used to pay five years in a row for my own Dolphin tickets right there at the 50-yard line. Well, only one thing I could say that would sum up my feelings about that whole situation. I don't give a shit anymore. Exactly. Thank you. 
It's 11.55 at 5.6. We've got a Chula Steak 2 coming up at 2 o'clock. And then we got the uh, Boogster at 6. We got Monday Night Football, a real game coming up at 8 o'clock. Lions at 49ers. We're so sorry. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. But the panties come with snappies to secure your little thing. Coach Bill Jackson notified me. He said you're very pretty, but you're dressing too petite. He asked if you would mind wearing something underneath, but you're way too tall. Way too tall. Every time he jumps, you can see his basketball. Across the street for our great lunch today. What did you get? A sub? Mm, combo. And my usual meatballs with cheese and onions. Mmm. My Nisia balls. Thanks, guys. You continue to be right on the corner of 199th and uh, 441. We have an open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Our poll question today Who was more important in the nature of human events in the course of American history? Lawton Charles or Joe DiMaggio? That's our poll question today, okay? So, or Elvis Presley? There you go. That's the choice. We've added uh, Governor Bumpkin in there now in honor of his memory. He croaked the other day on his exercise bike with his enlarged heart. Couldn't handle the pressure anymore. It just exploded. Where we're going? Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. How about... Um... Sounds like Woody to me. No, you always yeah, it, it is. It is. Uh-huh. It, you're either Woody or you're his twin brother, okay? And no matter what it is, you got to say, I don't want to hear it. We have an open line at day two in Broward, 5670560. By the way, we're caught up with a request. Nice going, Neil. Oh! Told you. I'll request uh, between now and the holidays to get us through the end of the year. Have we heard from one woman today? Oh, yeah, we did have one. That's right. One or two. They're playing hard to get. They're out there busy lighting the menorah. They're out there nailing mezuzahs on the door frames of Goyam all over town. That's the new plot, by the way, because of all this intermarriage, all this uh, interfaith marriage crap that's going on. And the gene pool is being watered down and watered down the Jewish genetic gene pool to a precious few. So as a result, we're going to have to start nailing up mezuzahs on door frames of Goyim to make them think that they're Jewish. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to say I love the show and I hope you have a great holiday. And I got a request for the Scottish bagpipes. All right. 
All right. And have a happy, pal. There you go. All request day, baby. We're doing it over here. Are we getting any reports from them over there? Because I hesitate to keep plugging that place because I think, it, you know, it's up to them. They're the ones who are selecting these places. But uh, the less said, the better. Okay, George is picking up the instrument right now. Is that them? Because we had the last number you gave me was like 120 bucks. If we're going to do 120 bucks every half hour, they're going to have to be there till about two o'clock in the morning to reach a thousand. Okay, with my arithmetic, last time I figured, like I said, they're going to have to be there until Wednesday at midnight. Was that them? Oh, so they're out there on the northeast corner of the Palmetto at 67th and the McDonald's parking lot with all of our best of stuff. They got free dolphin T-shirts. They got free uh, whatever else we. Have. Who knows what they got? But they sure have the best Neil stuff, uh, cassettes and CDs, etc. Come on, let's get an update. Let's give us a number, okay? Let's get this thing rolling. Let's get it like we had it going last Thursday and Friday. Let's zoom it along there and get up to a two billion. Two forty. What is it? Two forty? Yeah, like I said, we'll get there. It's not too bad. And no girls. Good. Good. Let's forget all the sex crap, okay? Let's keep the sex out of this, all right? Let's keep the hanky panky reserve to the skybox there at the Macarena. We know what Sam's got going on up there. Doesn't everybody know? There you go. He's getting enough action up there that most people get in a lifetime, so uh, don't worry about it. Here's Key Largo. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, good show. Neil Dodd. What can I say? Neil saying hello to all my friends in Cuba who, after I told them you were on the air, they're just great to listen to you like every day in their lives. Yeah. And I want to say hello to Chad Taylor and Key Largo, another friend of mine that usually helps me with my computer. You know this is George. Uh, you know who this is. And uh, also, uh, Merry Christmas to you, Neil. Okay, Christmas to you, too. Okay, we have an open line at day one. What do you say, Metaconis? Five six seven oh. Feliz Navidad. Feliz. Come on, let's hear it. Let's hear Ricky Martin. By the way, Puerto Rico said no to statehood, and thank God for that, because then we would have had to say no. But it's getting closer and closer. They keep voting like every two weeks on it. It was like 46% said yes, and 53% said no. And, of course, we're thinking, hey, we don't care what you say, because there's no chance. Not that we have anything against Puerto Ricans. We have many fine Puerto Rican citizens who live here in South Florida. Well, I shouldn't use the word citizens. We have many illegal aliens here. Now, that's an interesting point. I never stopped and think about that. If people come from the Virgin Islands or from Puerto Rico, I, I guess it's not possible for them to be illegal aliens, is it? They're citizens by birth. Right, that's what I'm saying. So why are you making up stories about illegal uh, aliens from uh, Puerto Rico? Why would you say that? Okay, where are we going here is... Uh, West Palm Beach, hello. Hey, Neil, how come Dr. Pronk and Professor Prozac uh, took eight hours to discover his body? What? Well, they took eight hours. Oh, get out of here, will you? It's that tired old guy from... I don't want to talk to you chronic New Yorkers, okay? Get that guy from Boynton Beach in Elope already, will you? Got nothing to say, no material. Two open lines in Broward. Find it about New Yorkers. There's so many wonderful, there are millions of wonderful people in from New York, but they're all there. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you? Great. Listen, Never been better, sir. I'm right on top of the world with Karen Carpenter. Listen, I, I don't have much material, but i got to share this with you, all right? I went into, uh, I actually went into a toy store. I saw a Peter Worrell hockey doll. Yeah. You know where I found it? At FAO Schwarza. <laughs> FAO Schwarz. Yeah, okay, thank you. I thought you were going to say it's the uh, Toys Be Us. More of those damn racial jokes, man. More the merrier. We have an open line. I understand Calgary made a monkey out of him. So anyway, by the way, uh, Saturday night was the 30th anniversary of that song, Hockey Night in Canada, and the least stuff to join on. Curtis Joseph led into real bad gold Hockey Night in Canada. There you Canada go. On 30 TV. years they've been playing that song. Da, 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 get out of here with that. 
since Labatt took over, by the way, that show ain't worth a crap. That's the damn truth. I'll tell you that right now. Well, you can't win every day, boys. You can't win every day. They're going pretty good, eh? They're going okay. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, Hello, sir. Buddy. Okay. Hey, who cares about the Jets? How about them Giants? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Denver. Doesn't, really that, doesn't that show you how mediocre the whole league is when who, Giants who, can beat who, who Denver? Really and not only that, but the, it's like somebody pierced a big balloon. They had all this hoopla set up for next Monday night. It was going to be un, undefeated. They were going to bring out all those old 72 Dolphins again. And uh, both teams wind up losing yesterday. Nick Bonacani drinking that champagne. Hey, how about a shameless request? How about uh, Saddam Hussein? Is a MFR? Okay. Is that what he said? An MF? Something like that. Okay, I'm writing these down, man. We'll get them all on. Because it's the goddamn holidays, and we're here to celebrate and make it a little bit easier for you. We have an open line in Broward County. Line. That's our poll question today. Who's more important, Earl Morrill or uh, Joe DiMaggio? Who's got a better haircut? Not a bad guy, Earl Morrill. A little bit more right-wing than I am, but he's not a bad guy. What is he? He was the sheriff of uh, Davie, of Nottingham. Here you go. They're showing it again. Look at that. December 4th through the 6th. Well, I don't get that. What did they just show there? That was bizarre. Okay, here's the approval rating over the weekend. 64% approve of Bubba. 34 uh, say uh, they disapprove. And only 2% are stupid enough they don't know who he is. 64% approval rating. And this is after the House Judiciary Committee votes out these four articles of speechment. Okay? After these guys, they just refuse to get the message. They're all going to wind up with Newt Gingrich. They're going to wind up there in Aintree up in the woods. Oh, God, Neil. Hi there, boys and girls. Today, we've got a very extra special friend stopping by to show us all about something really special. Oh, I hear him at the door right now. Oh, come on in, Mr. McMahon. How are you, laddie? Hey, brought by something I wanted to show you. Oh, I wonder what it, it is. is. It looks like looks like a, an octopus with a kilt on. That's <laughs> me bag, boy. Oh, your bag? Hey. Oh, what? Can I touch it? Sure, go ahead. Ooh, ooh. Run your hands there. That's, that's soft. Hey, that's like really velvet. Soft. Hey. Oh, what, what's this right here? That is my blowpipe. You, what, what do you do with the blowpipe? You blow on it, lad. You blow, you, you blow on hey, it? Hey, you put your mouth around it and you blow. Oh, can, can I do that? Hey, would you like to blow my pipe, laddie? Oh. Can I? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Come on, lad. You've you, you got to put your mouth around it, lad. Don't oh, be afraid. It's okay. not going to break. I mean, like, like this? Hey, that's a boy. Oh, Stick it all the it, way down it, your throat. It's getting bigger. Hey, that means you're doing it right. Ooh. What's this over here? That's Mitch Shanter. What's, what do I do with that? What you do with that, lad, is you put your both hands on it, you cover the hole, and you run your hands up and down the shaft. Real quick. Ooh, that's like that. Hey, run your hands up and down it there. Now what you want to do, laddie, is you want to blow on the pipe. You want to squeeze the bag nice and gentle. And then you want to run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Okay. All together, all at the same time. Okay, here we go. Good, laddie. Hey, that's good, lad. Sure. That's good, laddie. Keep blowing. Blow harder, laddie. Harder. Squeeze the bag. Squeeze more. Run your hand up and down the shaft. Quick, faster. Run your hand up and down faster. Blow. Blow. Oh, oh, oh. 
After the catch of me breath, maybe. Now, what, what, what lighter is this? This isn't the one they brought you with that. No, it's a different one. Huh? No, that's... Where the hell did you get this? From the Drambuie people. It's a Drambuie lighter. Boy, this is really great. Hmm. Boy. This isn't a lighter. This is a freaking torch. Oh, we're not smoking in here, are we? Uh -huh. We're smoking stogies in here? Uh-huh. Oh, we better not do that when we move upstairs. Anyway, I, I, uh, we got a million calls on here, which we'll get to, but there's a, a big article in here this morning, The Battle for Fans. This is incredible. This is in a town where there are some people who are getting on the verge of asking for uh, public money to build a new baseball stadium. South Florida's crowded sports scene creating problems and empty stadiums, it says. Oi! Sports owners try to stay positive despite dwindling attendance. And it talks about the matadors who aren't drawing flies and about the hurricanes, about their uh, football attendance and their invisible basketball crowds, which there isn't anybody there. And the, uh, the fusion with their uh, horrendous average attendance is 10,284 in soccer, ranking only ahead of Kansas City in the 12-team league. And about uh, the, uh, what is that, indoor uh, soccer team? Uh, everything they got. The Thundercats, there you go, whose cheapest seats are $8, are well short of the league's 6000 per game average last season. Even though they made an ambitious effort to reach fans by participating in dozens of community events. And it goes on and on about the 8,000 unsold tickets for the Dolphins-Rams game and about the two games that had to be picked up by Channel 4 or they would have been blacked out. More and more stadiums, more and more arenas, more overpaid, illiterate, dumb jocks. That's what we need. There you go. Oh! I think finally we're reaching that point. We're reaching the point of saturation, and people are just learning to say... No. Just like Nancy Reagan would tell you, just say... No. ...to overpaid, illiterate, dumb jocks. And then we can talk about important things on this station, like uh, Joe DiMaggio. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. I just wanted to say I love your show, and I want to wish you a good holidays, and I have a shameless request. Yes, sir. Uh, farewell to uh, IOD, please. Okay. Like to hear you. See ya. Have a good one. How about goodbye, IOD, or farewell? Oh, by the way, if Booker Bryan's listening, don't come in today unless you don't want to get paid. Well, I forgot to bring him a check because I didn't get home, and the plane didn't land till late last night, and I got in the car just in time to hear, boy, there was no, I'll tell you one thing, there was no laughter. <laughs> Coming from Bill Zimfer, the anonymous dolphin broadcaster, last night. I got in my car. It was 11.20 Eastern Standard Time at Miami International Airport. Get in the car. Turn on the radio. Of course, there's QAM. And there's Zimfer sounding like his puppy just had bad diarrhea on the living room floor with a heavy uh, house full of guests. Peace. No <laughs> laughter from him. And again, I'm thinking to myself, you know, he's not bad. It's not that he does a bad job, even though he's, uh, like, colorless. He He's, uh, you know, he's okay. But the fact that he doesn't live here, that he's not an identity, like Hank will tell you all the time, nobody knows who the hell he is. If you ask who's on the Dolphin broadcast, 99 out of 100 people there will say Mandage. And they'll say, yeah, well, he does the color, but who does the play-by-play? -play? And they'll go, uh, I don't know. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's up? How you doing, sir? Hey, I have a question. Uh, did that Sun Cruz Casino thing open up again? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a lifeguard right in front of me. The traffic to get in that place is horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, we're running spots for it here on our station, so they must be doing something. Yeah. Because you uh, know us, we'll I'm take going... anybody's money. <laughs> I'm going on a trip to Europe and on Sunday. The plane trip is about 10 hours long. Is it like... Is there, like, bad turbulence from here to Europe or something? Oh, man, you better hang on tight, sweetheart. Oh, really? You better take some... Uh... Bad. It's as smooth as gliding on a uh, on a on a pond. It, it all it depends on the luck. 
Oh, man, I hope I get a smooth flight. Yeah, I have a request. Bring, it's BYOB. Bring your own barf bag, yes? <laughs> Can I hear uh, Geldy? Okay, you got it. All right, thanks. Have a good time, pal. Good luck to you. It's going to be really choppy up there. <laughs> Woo! I'll tell you one thing, flying up over the weekend, Friday, you're just to Lake Erie, and I'm going to tell you, I've hit about 40 seconds worth of turbulence like I haven't hit in a long time in a plane. I mean, real nasty turbulence. And the guy sitting next to me says, that's a little more turbulence than I uh, care for. <laughs> Something like that. Some silly Canadian thing he said, eh? And I said, how's it going, eh? Really nasty. In fact, the last time I can recall that, it's about three, four years ago. You get that a lot in the summertime at Atlanta. Not only is it a pain in the ass flying around Atlanta into that airport now because it's so goddamn congested, and a lot of times you have to, like, circle the airport for about a half hour until you get clearance to land. That, that's, that's really annoying when you got a connection and you know you're already where you're going, but they keep circling and circling because they got to wait for clearance to land because they can't land everybody at the same time. But, boy, they get some of those summer storms in Atlanta. And then, of course, the other place where, like, from May until October... There's very often real bad turbulence because it's storming and storming and raining and puking. I don't want to say the state of Florida. Woo! You can fly all the way from Europe and back, and we've had this experience. Smooth as uh, a sheet of ice. Or at least as smooth as a sheet of ice is supposed to be, but not in the NHL. And then you get to the state of Florida, and all of a sudden you're rocking and jamming, and you're just ready to puke your guts out. But anyway, have a great flight, pal. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Well, it's almost a sheet of ice if you just change the letter in the NHL. Did mm -hmm. you watch, did you go to the Vancouver game last week? The Vancouver game? Yeah, the Vancouver. We didn't play well, Vancouver. Like However, part one is sold out on the Internet and at Borders in Fort Lauderdale. Number ones are going uh, way faster than number two. Right, and of course, because I put number one together. But, uh, so, so what does that mean? So we're getting them redone, we're getting them restocked? Uh... What? Well, what, are, what does that mean? I, I don't know what that means. I don't think so. Oh, I was not so told that we were doing that. How am I going to be able to get that on CD? Somebody give me an answer. <laughs> Somebody speak to me, please. God, I just can't believe this. Okay, just call Center One. Let me give you the All number, right. okay? Shameless, I have that well, number. Let me give you the, the You got the number, okay. And um, Shameless request Superman? Superman? You mean the... Okay, I got it. Thank See you. you. Okay. Okay, we have an open line in... Uh, Brian. You can get them by calling Center One. Like I said, if you call 954-563. Up there at the uh, McDonald's, by the way. They're going to be moving. We're at 210. That's they're going to go to Pembroke hour. Pines. That's, they're going to go where? Pembroke Pines. Pembroke Pines. There you go, in Broward County, where we have some people who listen to WQAM and the Neil Rogers Show who speak English. Well, that's right. They don't speak English in Pembroke Pines, but they're still listening. See, I'll tell you one thing. I was just thinking about this during that last break. One good thing that it goes to show you that even though these farbissant right-wing Cubans that showed up in the Orange Bowl on Saturday, and I'm sure with some help from some right-wing lunatics in their Spanish-language media, all they could whip up was a couple of hundred uh, derelicts out there with uh, bringing their, dragging their kids along to try to goose it up and make it look like somebody showed up with their anti-matacorn hysteria. That's a pretty good commentary that the rest of the community just told them no. in any language, okay? Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, I wanted to talk to you about two things, but while I was on hold, I uh, was uh, surfing through the channels here, and there's a Spanish uh, show where the, the guy's name is Fuste, and he does... A Tomas talk. Garcia Fuste? There you go. And uh, I'm not getting all of it, so don't quote me, but apparently he's been taken off the air 
because of that uh, the gay amendment uh, right that he was supporting it, and the news station didn't want him to deal with that, and they're throwing him off the air. Really? Incredible stuff. But anyway, I called well, him up. They must have been easily uh, influenced by those sporty people that showed up there on Saturday. Yeah, that must well, have been their whole audience. Incredible. Anyway, I called you about two things. I'm getting a humidor for Christmas, and uh, somebody told me that I cannot fill my humidor with uh, different cigars because it'll mess up the cigars. Is that true? Do that's, I gotta... that's ridiculous. You can put whatever you want. Can... we got a humidor sitting right back here. It's got all kinds of wild stuff in it. Okay, great. Something which my... I can't even tell you. Great, Neil. And my second thing is, can I audition for, uh, you know how you got all the buttons that you push and you got a guy that comes out there and says no? Can I, like, change the... can I audition for a new guy that says no? Yeah, sure. You want me to do it now? Go ahead. Oh, no. Okay, you lose, but nice try. Okay, we have an open line in the Daily Kings. No. I mean, just the way he says it, people all over this town are going. No. That's right. No, no, no. And then if, if that doesn't do it for you, how about Druzy? Uh, no. No. Just say. Uh, no. No. 25 past noon at 5 station for the 90s and for the holidays. Happy Chinooka. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, man. It's, we're almost done with this crap. 14th of December already, so they're moving to another location, our WQAM band. 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, which we'll tell you. But you see, we wasted all this time. And they're up to 352. So it has 352 total waste. Where where does the two come from? <laughs> they're from 352 to whatever it is. 60 WQM. By the way, that remake of Psycho that was a made-for-TV thing, right? That was on TV, wasn't it? Or is that a movie? It's no, it's a movie. Oh, I'm thinking of Rear Window. I'm sorry, because I was just listening to this crap. Yeah, that's right. Psycho is a... Uh, now, is that out? Because I've been reading scathing, horrendously negatory, grotesque, disgusting, like it's the worst piece of turd you've ever seen in your life. And why didn't they just colorize the original one, like I've been saying? Oh, let's remake it with a bunch of characters that nobody will possibly believe. And then, of course, we all know about Tony Perkins and Janet Lee anyway. Oh, we don't? Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Great. You know, I wanted to say something about Rotten Childs. I kind of liked him. Uh, you know, the only thing I could have ever opposed him with was his gambling. Yeah, well, he lost 12 bucks as a 12-year-old kid, and he just, uh, you know. Yeah, but at least he didn't. He, he kept it personal. He didn't try and make it some religious, crazy, uh, nutty thing. And, and about uh, Clinton, I just, um, I knew David Shippers in Chicago, and he, that guy used to be an incredible prosecutor fighting the mob and everything like that, but he's become... He's just become a sanctimonious a hired gun for a bunch of uh, religious zealots. Yeah. And so well, you have a great Kwanzaa. His, his, yeah, oh, you too. His indignation and his uh, his feigned outrage there uh, in that uh, closing argument the other day, it was such garbage. On and on, and kept repeating the same thing over and over again. I mean, this is this is an endurance contest. These guys are basically subjecting the American public to an endurance contest. How long before you and El Presidente finally just can't take it anymore? You say, okay, we're, we all give up. That's what it's all about. Is there anybody that wants to see one more minute of this crap? No. Man, the, the only people who want it to go on forever are MSNBC and CNN. Those are the only ones that care because their ratings have zoomed up every time they put this garbage on there. Of course, what would you rather see? Would you rather hear the, see the hearings, or would you rather see Don Imus sitting in a chair talking to his brother Fred on the farm again? Jesus, I don't understand. I just don't get it. I do not get it. And, I, and I'm a Imus fan from years ago. I'll say it again for the 500th time. Back in the days when he was hysterically funny and he was a real talent. And now, all of a sudden, he's making more money than ever before. They just signed him for another 500 years. In fact, that's even worse than signing uh, uh, Kevin Brown. 
seven years, he's going to be 41 years old when that contract expires. Is there anybody in this room who believes that he's still going to be pitching when he's 41 years old? No. For his, five, for his $15 million a year? No. I hope the Dodgers take a real gigantic is what I hope. I hope they lose 100 games this year. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello. Yes, I am. Neil. Yes. Love your show. Norman uh, Childs, you know, his dad, may, was it an overdose, uh, like a Prozac or what? What is it? Did he take like an overdose of Prozac? He took an overdose, an overdose of Prozac. That's right. Absolutely, sir. Call me back when you speak English, okay? We have an open line in day one in uh, my uh, cab driver from Toronto. Five. Here's Coconut Creek. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Great. Never been better, sir. Oh, good. I'm not from around here, but I, I am enjoying the show today. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm down here from Boston visiting a buddy of mine. I've been listening to sports all week on the station. Oh, you don't want to hear that crap. Uh, well, I don't know. I just was curious if, if that's... Do you talk about sports at all? Too, also? No, no, no. I absolutely do not. Well, I just wanted to give you a little... Well, we try to do a four-minute interlude. We don't, we don't want these people to become neurotic and obsessed with stuff that really isn't all that important. Well, well actually, in the grand scheme of things, football isn't important. But no. I just, just a little message for you guys down there, because I do... I, I'm well, pretty, what, what do you mean for you guys? Well, I'm pretty popular up in Boston. I'm on the sports talk show. Oh, good. Okay, then that's the first indication that you're off of this one. He's pretty popular on the sports show. In other words, code for I'm a chronic caller. Well, sir, we got enough chronic callers of our own here. We don't need imports from Boston, okay? Go call Eddie Andelman. Go call somebody that wants to talk to you, okay? Go talk to the ghost of Jerry Williams on a weekend. Get out of here. Hi, can you believe that? I'm pretty popular on the talk shows up there in Boston, so I thought I'd come down here. I mean, why does anybody go on vacation or whatever he's doing down here for the holidays, maybe, and to come and talk, talk to a talk show? So you got a problem while you're up there and you can't leave it behind. You need therapy, pal. You're a chronic talk show caller no matter where you go. At least one thing about our chronics, of course, our chronics never leave town anyway. That's the problem. They don't go anywhere. We have an open line in Broward. Can I become a chronic down here on this station? No. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Yeah, this is a first-time caller, and I really like your show. And um, I have a question. Is I agree with you on the impeachment of not impeaching Clinton. Is there any way of getting a movement started of the people against the panel, the Congress, uh, against it? Yeah, getting a movement started in Fort Myers, that's not easy, I understand. Well, I don't, but I mean across the country, you know. How, how are we going to do that? How, how are we going to start a movement? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Sir, if I had any idea of how we... I mean, you got to call your congressman. You can email your congressman. For sure, the people who are uh, highly motivated are those... Uh, the Christian coalition. They're going to be manning the phones and making 8 billion phony phone calls, you know, uh, all week long. You know, that's going to be going on. Yeah, right. I, I know. I disagree with everything that's going on, and um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. We've got to stop this. Well, make a couple of calls, pal. I will. Okay. We have an open line in day two in Broward, and uh, like the lady called with Clay Shaw's number here last week, Thursday or Friday, whatever day it was, if people got other numbers for uh, whoever the hell we want to call and get with it. Of course, then there's always Ileana Gross-Layton. Are we going to worry about her? No. Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana on a bad day. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. What's the story with our uh, WQAM van, by the way, now that time's wasting it's almost 1 o'clock? 502. Still in the same spot? Yeah, and they're, but they're getting ready to pack up and go. They're getting ready to pack it, and they're going to go to the Hooters on Pines and University. Oh, yeah, they're going to Hooters. See, that, that's what this deal is all about. They're going to Hooters. 
is where they're going. This isn't about raising money for charity. This is about Sam and Chris getting laid is what oh. this is all about. There you go. Now, if we can do both at the same time, I say more power to you guys. It's about raising money for charity and Sam and Chris getting a piece of ass. That's what this is all about. Or more than one, as the case may be. Well, if you want a good piece, how about going over to the Colonels, huh? Oh, I saw the uh, bio of him on A&E, Harlan Sanders. Do you ever see that? Pretty interesting for a, uh, cr a crusty old fart. Even his chicken wasn't as crusty as he was. But he went, and, and you know, now that's, a, that's our new poll question. Canis Masmacho, Colonel Sanders or Colonel Parker? Well, they're both dead anyway. New balances are right here. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay, um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay, um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Just Mommy. one moment. You're, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation for It puts the lotion in the basket. Uh, okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment, or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got that. my skin suit and nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to it puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> hello? Okay, yes, hello. Okay, 1247 at 560 WQAM. We have an open line in uh, day two and Brown. <laughs> 560 on a mobile one line. Oh, God. Whew. Okay, so where are they now? Have they uh, moved their uh, location? They're in route. They should be there before 1 o'clock at the Hooters on Pines and University. Oh, that's right. Hooters, right Pines, and University. Donuts what is it? Southeast corner. Hooters, Pines, and University. Pines and University. Southwest corner of what? Of Pines and University. Okay, we look at that. The phone, we got two lousy calls left on the board. We've been kicking ass here for a Monday. We're playing all requests Monday. We're kicking some serious ass. We're getting Broward, uh, chronic calls from Boston. That guy, he see, that caller right there, he is proof of what I've been saying for the last hundred years. This is a clinical, a legitimate clinical psychiatric disorder is chronic calls to talk shows. That's right. Beyond the shadow of a doubt. I've been saying that. People used to say, oh, you are exaggerate. No way. I don't care. No matter what it is, no matter how rational, how normal, how real those people seem, if they're chronic callers on video talk shows, they got a serious, serious problem. There used to be, and etc. Serious problems. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Oh, uh, yeah, Neil. Uh, listen, has anybody told you that, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but uh, he plays Nick on Young and the Restless. Do you know he has a band? Josh Morrow. Like, yeah. Do you know he has a band? No. Like, uh, oh, actually, I did read something about that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like. I, is he one of I the boys know. in the band? Yes. I guess he is. Mm -hmm. uh, him and what was the guy's name, or do you remember the guy that uh, Ray Sharon on the show, like, a couple years ago? Oh, his name it was Matt. I, he's he's on some other show now. He's into the big time, that guy. I forget what show he's on. Matt. He's in the band with Nick. Yeah, I'll it's, bet. It's, it's, it's him, uh, Nick, and some other first And the other boys in the band, before. yeah. Yeah, uh, the song sucks, but I thought maybe if you like the Backstreet Boys, you might like it. No, come on, don't say that. I guarantee you there are no backdoor boys. I, I don't know. How oh, well, they might be. 
Okay, thanks for the good news in uh, Jappy New Year. What do you say? We have uh, all three lines in Dade wide open. Five... What? Oh, I thought you were going to uh, impart some very important information there. Here, how is that possible? Am I going to do a two for one? I never saw that happen before. Look at that. We got a dead heat. Wow. Here's uh, West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Happy yes, Hanukkah. And back to you. Uh, you know, it was a shame to hear about the governor. He was a good guy because he took on the tobacco companies. Right. I think that's what he's going to be known for. You do? Uh, well, and other things. No, I don't think was, there was any other governor who was ever known as the Hikun. I think that probably sets him apart. I think it was. I think the the, the way he used the nickname was more or less like a a wise thing. You know, he was like the wise old man that looked over everything. Uh huh. I think that's how he used it. The thing about Clinton, though, is just amazing. Uh, what appalls me, and I feel bad for the woman that her husband died. But what what right does Mary Bono have being on that? She's a, she's a bubblehead. She's a simpleton. She really in, is. In, a, in addition to which, by the way, if you were reading the tabloids, like I've told you as your homework assignment, you discover that she's been having an affair for I don't know how many years now with some guy that Sonny knew about, which is why he tried to change his will. Yeah. And chastity and everybody else, they got this thing tied up in probate now with Sonny Bono's will, and she turns out to be a, another philanderer. And here here we have another sanctimonious hypocrite, just like Henry Hyde, sitting on the Judiciary Committee exactly. there. And she's been screwing around for the last 12 years. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. How do you like that? Uh, well, I don't like it. That's why I'm saying it. But the, thing, the whole thing with Clinton, I'm watch, I couldn't watch it last week because I was so disgusted by what happened. I mean, where did this come from all of a sudden? Two, three weeks ago after the elections in November, they were saying, well, they want it to go away. Yeah. Now they get the message. And all of a sudden, it's like somebody gave them another uh, shot in the arm or so. Okay, here we go. We got a second win. Now we're really going to go nuts. But the funny thing was how... You know, there's 21 Republicans and 16 Democrats. Right. Every vote, Every vote is, came uh, out right. 21 to 16. Uh -huh. Like, you know, you didn't even have to know. You just knew it was going to be that way. Yeah. And you want to know the sad thing is that he's probably going to be impeached. I don't want him to. But, but, no, well, no, but the point is being impeached just means they're going to have a trial in the Senate, but there isn't a Chinaman's chance that that's ever going to pass. Oh, of course not. They're not going to convict him in the Senate. So what they're going to do is they're going to drag us through months and months and months, and we'll have to hear testimony from exactly. such devious people yep. as Lucianne Goldberg yeah. and Linda Tripp and fat uh, pudgy Monica Lewinsky, exactly. All this, which we've already heard of. Yeah. Oh, what oh, more is there to say? There's nothing new. No, there isn't. The other thing is also, uh, why does in the news... Seeing as how a child died, why do they have to interview Jeb Bush or even mention his name? There's no reason for that. The governor died. Why do they have to talk about the, the future governor? There's no need for that. Yeah, especially at a time when we're supposed to be it's Jewish, for, Jewish and Jewish for the holidays. Exactly. Okay, All right, Tom. man, thanks. Have a great day. What do you say? We have an open line at Broward 1 and Dead puts the lotion in the basket, sir. Did you ever stop and think about that? We just need to take that one, that one line and stick that in here, huh? I'll just play that for four hours. It puts the lotion in the basket. There you go. Oh, by the way, speaking of that. Oh, God, speaking of that, talk about the timing. One moment, please. Where's the um, A section? Where's the section, A? Uh, Anthony Hopkins says, did you read this? That he will quit acting because he finds it very bad for one's mental health. Hopkins, 60, said that after 35 years in the business, he finds it tiresome, disturbing, and deeply distasteful. I want to do something else with my life. That he explained all this to his wife and agent. After winning an Oscar for the Best Actor in 92 for Silence of the Lambs, Hopkins summed up his career. I've done one or two good films and some bad films, he said. 
It was a complete waste of time. <laughs> but then he added, I'm very grateful to the business. They paid me well, but I've got enough money to live for the rest of my life. I like Los Angeles, and I'm just going to drop out, he said. He's had enough of the bull crap, and he's going to go out there and just drop out and spend all of his money and have a good time. Nice going, oh! Tony. Uh, he said, one good thing about making all that money, it puts the lotion in the... Uh... <laughs> That's what he said. Here's a mobile in Tamarack. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Great. What's up with this baseball deal? Can you believe it? Uh, they'll never get another nickel out of my pocket. Not me either, man. I won't. I won't watch any, any more games. I don't care what the story is. I, I want no more part of it. It's out of I my mean, life. I lost interest back, you know, when the strike and everything, and they started to get me back a little bit last year with all that crap with the and, and it goes to show you how stupid they are. They got a miracle last year with the Sosa and McGuire thing and all the renewed interest there, and so they got a little bit of a kiss. They won back, you know, a lot of national publicity that they would never have had otherwise, and all of a sudden they shoot themselves in the feet again, these crazy owners, with these outrageous, unacceptable goddamn salaries. Yep, and I won't even renew my uh, Major League Baseball package on my dish. I'm not going to oh, do it. Good. I'm not, not going to You know something? It you just gave me a good idea. I'm not going to do it either. They can stuff no away the moon it's, it's not worth it. And, then, you know, it, now Clemens, you see Roger Clemens, they wanted to trade for him to, to Houston, and he says if he goes there, he wants to be the highest paid. So that means he's going to make more than Brown. Right, he's going to have to make $16 million a year, no, right? It's unbelievable. And, it, you know... Oh, well, that's, that's the way it is, and hopefully baseball goes and down the Toronto, the, the Toronto newspapers sport. this weekend, by the way, speaking of Roger Clemens, said they'll pack him a salami sandwich and get the hell out of town. It couldn't be fast enough for them. Absolutely, that's good. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and get your CDs there with my business. I'm not going to plug my business because I don't want any of these schleppers that you got uh, on your show uh, calling my business. <laughs> I, don't blame, I don't blame you. I'm hanging around my place, so I'll, I'm going to do it off the air. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Take care. Thanks. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. Five. Just say no. to baseball. That's my message for 1999, okay? Just say no. to baseball. Tell them where to stick it, okay? Stick it All right. Bunch of overpaid pansies. They get a hangnail. They're sidelined for a month, okay? Oh, gee, I got a hangnail. You're right. Hang this. Guys that are hitting 225, they're making four or five million a year. They're not up there with the elite status yet. They're only making three, four, five million a year to hit 215. Guys that couldn't have made AAA ball, they couldn't have made the goddamn Rochester Red Wings 40 years ago. And they're supposedly major league ball players now because we got big league teams in Batavia, in Lockport, in Irondequoit, in Ishpeming, Michigan, in goddamn Ypsilanti. They're there. They're there. They're at uh, Hooters on the corner of Pines and University in Pembroke Pines. Sam and Chris and Dave and uh, the Gantamishpacha, okay? Sam and Dave. Pizza Loft is where you'll find way air. The Neil Rogers Showdown. It's the one to two. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Oh! Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Iraq's a crappy little country. Smells like the mustache on his face. Just get rid of that. You're a drinking chubby and blow up the whole goddamn place. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Yeah, Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. What? Hi. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Yeah.
102 at 560 WQM. The Nasdaq's down 35. The Dow's down 65 points. The markets continue to do a... They can talk about, the, you know, corporate earnings, and they can talk about this and that, but most of it has got to do with all this uh, penis gate crap, with this uh, right wing. I'm going to tell you something, and when we get to the... Which we will, after Thursday and Friday, they'll uh, pass at least one article in the House and move on to a trial in the Senate. And then you're going to see a, uh economic in the markets like you wouldn't believe, not just here but all over the world. And you can thank those good old right-wing Republicans who've totally lost their mind. There's Bubba right over there with that bearded uh, Yasser Arafat, okay, with that smelly old Arab. And they're uh, high-fiving and low-high-fiving and whatever the hell they're doing. All over the goddamn world this stuff is going on, and they're looking at us like, are you people out of your mind? He lied about uh, getting a blowjob from some bimbo, and you people are going to uh, want to remove him from office, you crazy, hypocritical, sanctimonious assholes who are busy breaking up people's marriages and screwing around behind Sonny Bono's back. See, you know, that was the bad point. Remember when they, when the first, the, the Dan Coates thing came out and then the Henry Hyde thing? They should have never stopped. They should have gone on with every piece of sleaze about every one of those goddamn bastards. Then all of a sudden it would have stopped. In fact, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. If part of the reason the Newtmeister didn't just resign as Speaker of the House, but resigned his seat altogether? Because, boy, you talk about some real crappy sleaze uh, waiting in the woodwork uh, to come out on him that they had. They had him by the short hairs and the curly ones. Here's a mobile in Tavernier. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, before I ask for a shameless request, I'd like to uh, share a TV accident I had last night. I saw Jerry Falwell on... Uh, that Geraldo show. Oi! <laughs> yeah, what the hell is that fat faced a piece of crap making oh, the rounds for again, huh? He, he needs a lotion and Oi. a bath. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he recommended that uh, Clinton, being a born again uh, Southern Baptist, he should do the moral thing and resign. Uh huh. I mean, the guy's just unbelievable. But that beside the point, uh, could I make a shameless request? Yes, sir. Uh, for my supervisor. See, isn't it interesting, by the way, how they all start singing the same tune at the uh, at the same time? First, it was going to be uh, impeachment. Then it was going to be censure. Then it was going to be impeachment again. Then all all of a sudden, over the weekend, they got on their bat lines together. Now he he should do the right thing and step aside and spare us this lengthy impeachment trial in the Senate. Well, I mean, I haven't, we haven't seen Falwell for a while. We'll see him left and right now, mm -hmm. or mostly, mostly right. right. Yeah, yeah, far right. Yeah. Anyway, from my supervisor, could you play that Harvey Firestein sort of bit on softball? Okay. Thank you, sir. And have a great day. Good. What the hell is that called? I know what it's called. Okay, we have an open line in date one in Brooklyn. Lawton, Charles, Elvis Presley, Joe DiMaggio. Which one of those three names really sets your heart a-fluttering, okay? Which one of those three men? Lawton, Charles, Joe DiMaggio, who's right on the edge, by the way, but let's not talk about it because we don't want to piss him off, and uh, Elvis Presley. Greatest contributor to the human race. I can only think of one he-coon when you come right down to it. There have been plenty of kings. There have been plenty of Yankee sluggers, but there was only one he-coon. Something to think about. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Yeah, this Bono bitch. First of all, the reason why Sonny didn't even put together his will or sign a will is because he caught her cheating with a karate instructor. Uh-huh. He was going to be leaving the house because he tried making the relationship work. The day that he died, that next weekend, he was moving in with his mother's because the marriage wasn't working, found out that she was cheating with him, yeah. and this was like the third guy that she was cheating with. Right. Now she's sitting on a panel listing... Look, look, looking, around, looking around like a lost puppy dog, like, what the hell am I doing here, right? Right. She 
she's got stuff in front of her that the, the guys behind her wrote for. Ask her this. Ask him this. She has no clue. First of all, she's cheating like a whore. And, and you expect her to, you're supposed to watch this and say, hey, maybe we're doing the right thing. Let's get rid of the president. Right. You got everyone there. Who's not dipped their dick in something? Yeah. I mean, to sit there and say, you know, they were talking that he might resign, this and that. There isn't a China. There isn't a Chinaman's chance. Let me say it again. The CNN poll over the weekend, brand new poll. Sixty-two percent of the American people said no when they asked should he resign. Sixty-two percent, and you know as well as I do, neither election did he get anywhere near sixty-two percent. So millions and millions of people who never even voted for him either time he ran still think he's doing a hell of a job and cut the crap is what they're and, saying. And they're saying, listen, just admit to a perjury. We're saying to you, we'll let it go. The second he admits to perjury, they're going to string him up by his his toenail. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a trick 42. You they're they're going to say, as soon as you get out of office, sweetheart, you're going straight to jail. Right. Do not pass go, right? Exactly. Shameless request. Yes, sir. Uh, the guy calling up and uh, telling his wife that he fired the husband. Okay. I think that's... I think that's a classic one to say, like, uh, the Congress calling uh, Hillary and telling them that uh, Clinton's sleeping with the secretary. With the fishes. Okay, have a great day, pal. What's he, he's all worked up to a frenzy. That's the kind of caller we like to hear. Oh. He's pissed off and fired up, baby. He's headed up to his goddamn rear, sick and tired of this bull crap. Sanctimonious bunch of right-winged uh, goody two-shoes, man. And they're all diddling each other. They're diddling anything that moves. Five six seven oh five six. Fine. We got the Hank Goldberg show from Shula Steak Two coming along at two o'clock. We got the Booster briefly at six o'clock because at eight o'clock we got a Monday night football game that'll make you find something else to do. We got the Lions at the Forty Niners. West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Hey, you know what I was thinking? We're always talking. We, when I say we, I mean the public. We're always saying how you know these athletes, these actors, they all get away with murder. They're above the law. They show. Here, here's a chance. Maybe this will set a precedent. Maybe they'll go after everyone. If they can get the president, they can get anyone. Yeah. That's my thought on that. Okay. What, what did he say? Team, maybe you heard about the gay softball tournament about to take place down in Nashville. Well, I happen to be the manager of the softball team at the Putnam Way Inn, where we really enjoy Putnam Way Inn. Okay? We're looking for players. <laughs> really, aren't we all? And believe you me, there's plenty of openings to be filled. Maybe you're the right man for the job. Listen, we'll do everything we can to get you in your favorite position. We emphasize the squeeze play, the grand slam, singles, doubles, triples, whatever, you know, tickles your feathers there. Bases on balls. Ooh, that sounds painful. Well, it is, but it's a good hurt. I think you know what I mean. Listen, whether you're a pitcher, a catcher, or just playing the field, come on down and try out. Everybody makes the team. And makes the team. And makes the team. And makes the team. And if you can't make the team, you can always be a ball boy. Guys, you don't have to be great, all right? I mean, there's no embarrassment if a fly should drop or if you pop up or something like that. And if you get tagged, that's okay, too. I mean, really. Let's face it, what's better than being slapped with some hard leather when you're sliding home? Oh. Another feature you might enjoy about the situation is we play games where we're tied up for hours. Oh. All right, so listen to Harvey. Come on down and play in one of the tightest divisions you'll ever find. Oh. But just remember the rules. If you're not safe, 
You're out. One thirteen at five sixty WQM. So they're dying over there, is what uh, Sam said. The phone with the unlucky. Sam and Chris found an even deader location than where they were, were in Miami Lakes. They're at the Hooters Pines and University in Pembroke Pines, waiting for you to come by and buy your best of Neil CDs and cassettes and T-shirts, etc. What have they got? Nothing over there yet. Well, I'm going to tell you, better get with it because otherwise they're going to be there for a long time to get to a thousand bucks. We raised 502 last report from the other location. They could be there a long, long time. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Which is probably why they went to Hooters. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. I was calling to um, tell you about Esquire's Man of the Year. Mm-hmm. It's Linda Tripp this year. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it's not just because she looks like a man, but it's because she's so you know, conniving and backstabbing. Yeah. And then also while I was on hold waiting for you, um, your bit about Harvey Firestein, did you see he redid the ugly duckling and it's the sissy duckling? No. Yeah. And um well happy Chinooka and mm. I have a request actually. Yes, ma'am. If you can play a request for the love of my life, one, he's not a Julio, but if you can do um either the duck Duck story or big black dining den? <laughs> or both, okay. Or both. Okay, have a Thank happy. Bye bye. The duck story, okay? Or big black duck named Ben. We have an open line at Dade One and Broward wireless line. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Miami Lakes. Yes, hello. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you doing? Great. Just wanted to let you know I stopped by the uh, McDonald's over at uh, on Northwest 67th Avenue and. Uh, it looked kind of slow, but I picked up your part one of uh, Best of Neil. Well, thank God for you, man. Yeah, uh, just wanted to contribute a bit to your good cause, and uh, just wanted to give you uh, congratulations on a great show that you do have, and uh, how you bring out all the issues that uh, all the uh, ignorance in this town try to ignore. Well, thank God basis. for me. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, have, a, have a great life. Okay, getting pretty slim now. Five, six, seven questions. Then we'll sign off. We'll go home. We'll say, hey, we'll go over to Hooters. Maybe I'll throw in a few more bucks. Oh, my God. That feels so good. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, slow down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Play with my balls. Play with my balls. Oh, that feels so good. Yeah, just roll them around. It is so good. Oh, my God. I love it with you. Uh-oh, slow down. Oh, yeah. Don't move. I'll go get you a towel. Oh, WQM. Happy holidays from all your good friend. What was that? Oh, that wasn't. I thought maybe we had an update. I thought maybe we got a quick three, four hundred over there at Hooters, huh? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Maybe from now on we'll uh, they'll let us kind of pick a spot, okay? As opposed to going where they want to get laid is what this is really all about. Here's a mobile in uh, Jupiter. Hello. Hey Neil, I have a question about that uh, CD. The one you're using for the fundraiser there. I'm going to pick one up for myself. But is that like something that's like regionally local humor that somebody, if I mailed it away, wouldn't understand what was going on? Or is this like across the board stuff that anybody, you know, could enjoy? Across the board. All right. And then, does it matter that it's a Christmas present for like a homophobic guy? No, that would make it even better. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And uh, let's, let's go Jets, huh? Okay. Have a great life, pal. Whatever you say. Yeah, hold your breath. Okay, two open lines a day, two and ready for Governor Bumpkin's funeral. Is that is that what it is? Uh-huh. It must be. No interest. The governor dies. Governor dies. Just they find his body seven and a half hours later, right near his exercise bike, George. 
And do these people care? No. When Mel Allen died, did they care? No. Joe DiMaggio, that they care about. He's not even dead yet. That they're very whipped up to a frenzy about Joe goddamn Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Can they tell us why? No. We don't know why. He was an icon. He was the last link between today and America's innocent past, whatever that means. Here's Miami. Hello. Hi, that's it. Happy, happy New Year. And back to you. That must have been one of them. That must have been one of the uh, two live Jews. What? What are you laughing about? They're they're from here. They're yokel. Now, he heard me play his bit, so he's on the phone, okay? There you go. It's two live Jews. Oh, so I guess I better plug their... Uh... <coughs> two live Jews present Christmas Jews. That's their new CD, by the way. I guess that was the purpose of the call with a heavy ex phony accent. Christmas Jews. That's where that uh, thing was I just got through playing. Here's in Fort Myers. Hello. Hello, Yes, sir. I have a request for where to set up the, sell those CDs. I bet if you send them over here to Fort Myers for a couple hours, I mean, everybody looking to it probably race over to buy them. I know I would because I don't really have the time to make it all the way down to Borders and Sunrise or all these other little places they set up. Any chance of that? Well, no. Uh, all you got to do is pick up the phone and make a call, though. Don't mail them. Yeah, well. It's been done. It's an idea. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, 954-563-3600. Leave your home, and they will whip them out in the mail for you right away, and the CDs, too. Open line in Broward, 400 line. Pembroke Pines, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes? Uh, I just wanted to ask you a couple of hockey questions. Uh, why would the Flyers trade Chris Gratton back over for Because Redford? he stunk the joint out with them, that's why. Because they just got Michael Renberg back, who is a hell of a player, and Chris Gratton has been a zero. They moved him from center to left wing, and he uh, stunk the joint out there. He just didn't adapt. I know Renberg's a good player, but he hasn't been scoring much with Tampa. Well, who the hell would score with Tampa when you play? See, the idea that a guy doesn't do well on a crap team that's much more uh, positive for Philadelphia than Gratton was. Do you think they're going to put him right up on the Legion of Doom? No, they're not. They already said they weren't. Why would they do that when uh, when Keith Jones is playing so great there? That's right. That's when you got a line like LeClaire and Lindros and Keith Jones. Why would you mess with that line? Well, I didn't. People douchebag? Yes, sir. Uh, Ron Schultz, you're a poker-raising douchebag. And John Roberts, you're a backstabbing, two-faced, Indian-giving, lying douchebag. But other than that, happy holidays. Okay, thank you, sir. They're they're friendly. They're in a good Christmas uh, Hanukkah mood, baby. They're doing it. Five six seven oh five sixty one. Even I'm starting to get incoherent. I'm getting punchy from these people. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning or good afternoon. How good you evening. doing? Great. How are you? Okay. How was uh, How was Toronto? Great. We're still there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wonderful town. I was wondering. Uh, you probably didn't see it because you were away, but uh, I, I missed the beginning of the show. I was wondering if anybody mentioned to you that the um, those two authors of that book, I believe it's called Pros and Cons, that yeah. you talked about. Right. The uh, two authors were on one of the uh, talking head shows, uh, I believe it was yesterday morning. They've, they've been all over the place. Uh, they, they were really very, very, uh, very interesting and mm -hmm. really very alarmed at the whole, uh, the whole situation with the NFL. And I, I, didn't you talk to Don Yeager, the, yeah. one, the, the one guy? Yeah, we could go Friday. He called in on yeah, the show. Yeah, I remember. Both of them very articulate, very, right. very interesting uh, interviews, actually. And uh, I think it was on the ABC, uh, the ABC show. Let me pay this call right here. Anyway, it was just very interesting. I, I figured you probably didn't see it because you know, Toronto and our Panthers. I'll go to that, but yeah. I won't support. I won't support baseball anymore. Amen. Okay, just forget say I, no to baseball, pal. That's our motto for '99. And I've got just all your, no. uh, I've got all your CDs back to about '91 or '92. And God bless you. Awesome. And have, have a great a good holiday and a happy. Uh, okay.
We have two open lines in Broward. Ourselves this last hour. We should have signed off at 1 o'clock. It would have been a pretty decent Monday. But now it's really we're extracting. We're reaching in there. We're twisting. We're yanking. Because let's face it. Let's face it. You're going to have 20 hours today of gnashing teeth of people. Wah, because the Dolphins got lost another game last night. Because uh, Jimmy, as usual, chokes into big games. I don't want to hear about Dallas. You know, Dallas was 100 years ago. I don't want to hear about the criminals and the hurricanes. That was a million years ago. This is now. That was then. This is now. Five six seven oh five. Too bad we don't have 40 hours in a day. Then we could have 36 hours today of people calling and going. Wah. Here's a uh, mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Great. Neil, I thought I'd combine your two favorite subjects into one. You'd get a kick out of it. Uh, religious insignificance and hockey. A while ago, I was in Boston. I saw bumper stickers that Jesus saves. You know what somebody smacked on after there? Oh, and then this is so old. It's so old. Seen it? Okay. I just, uh, I just was reminded. Okay, thank you. Okay, open line in Broward, two and date. Please don't, please don't reach way back into the Stone Age for your material. If you got something for us, great. If not, sit back, take a good barium enema, and relax. Want a lollipop, little boy? The reason's number one, because uh, we're doing the uh, Mary Bono is a mindless, hypocritical twit, which she is. And number two, because every time I play a Book of Brian bit, that guy a call. Well, you know, Book of Brian, uh, you know, somehow resisted his uh, advances. He kept his honor. And this guy, every time we play a Book of Brian but he's calling up Hawking, Georgia, China. Book of Brian, so, but be better. Yeah, get a life, pal. Get a new boyfriend. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I'd like to know where all of the so-called holiday spirit is. I don't know if you've been out doing any shopping. No, I have over not. the last week or so. But I was out doing my little holiday shopping. In every store that I've been in, it seems as if I'm bothering salespeople. Yeah. Not a one of them even responds like when they're done with you, ringing you up, taking your money. Not one of them say, happy holidays, anything like that to you. Yeah. It's like they're bugging you. Well, it's like they want to be consistent like they are the rest of the year, right? Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You're the best. Uh, listen, I don't know why uh, why people come here from New York. I, I know why I came here from up north, because I really like it here a lot better. And uh, and I guess as much as you complain and I complain, too, about the area, the reason that we're here is because we like it better. We do? Well, I mean, we like it better than, than the alternative or else we go back, you know? If we didn't like it, we probably wouldn't be here. And it, it, it all depends on what you're talking about. I mean, if you like the weather better than freezing your ass off, I think most sane people like the weather better, at least parts of the year, than freezing their ass off. In right. terms of almost anything else, I would disagree with you, sir. I don't. No, I don't. I, I, I'm here because I make a very good living here, and I've invested about 100 years of my life here, and, and that's it. That's why I'm here. This, this is a vast wasteland. This is a this is a nothing. This is a zero. This is a place where, you know, I, I have to laugh. I'm looking at this article about the sports stadiums and arenas. Now they're playing in front of all these empty crowds because there's so much to do here. I mean, yeah, if your idea of life is playing tennis and golf and the snorkeling, I guess there's a lot to do here. Well, me, I'm from mid-Michigan. I'm, you know, it doesn't take that much to impress me, maybe. Yeah. But I, I'm here because, I, I mean, I kind of dig it. I like it. Well, good. And my There's the always got to be one. For people, for people that are that that have so much disrespect for the area that they continually, uh, they, they on purpose slam the teams when they go to the stadiums and they sort of are in your face about where they're from. 
far as I'm concerned, they're just cowards because they don't well, want to go back. What do you mean back. they slam? Now you're sounding like uh, Joe's brother-in-law. Well, what does that mean? I, I mean, if you're I a think fan, they're cowards but, but because they don't have what the courage to live where fan, they want to live. If you're a fan of a team, what does that have to do with where you live? That's the only permanent thing about a team, buddy. So, in other words, if if you're a Buffalo fan, you have to live in Buffalo the rest of your life. No, but you have to have some kind of a. I would I would think that a person would have some kind of a geographic connection. Now, don't get me wrong. If, if you lived if you people... lived in Buffalo for forty years and you retired and came sure. down here, why would you be a Miami fan in any sport? If you lived in Cleveland for a hundred years, I wouldn't and you... necessarily be. A, I wouldn't necessarily be a Miami fan, but I wouldn't be an obnoxious in your face. I hate you. I like where I'm from. Well, but now you're talking about obnoxious New Yorkers, okay? And uh, most of them came here. I, well, that's that's probably that's probably true. But but you know the point is, especially what is when the it point? comes to New York. What the, the I think it's true that, that New Yorkers are obnoxious a lot of times, and I think the reason is because New York. Okay, well, listen. Call up one of the sports shows and talk about the Jets game. Okay, we have an open line at Broward five six seven zero. See, this to me, I, I can't deal with it. If you like a sports team or you don't like a sports team, that's fine. Is it really that important? No, of course not. I mean, if you're going to use it as an excuse to hate somebody else, whether it's like religion or because their color of their skin is a little bit two shades, a little too dark or too light or whatever it is, fine, then you got a problem. One more good reason to uh, be pissed off at other people. But Jesus, this this thing with the Jets, and, and this station, by the way, is partly responsible for that uh, idiotic mentality. That Jets and the Dolphin thing and the Heat and the Knicks thing. I mean, you know, it gets so ponderous and boring after a while. And the bottom line is they played a football game last night again. They played their second game of the season, and the Jets beat them again for the second time, and the final score was really not indicative of the game from everything I read and hear, and uh, they won the game, and that's it. And life goes on. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Do you think these Panthers are able to really hang out with these uh, West Coast teams? Do I think what? you think they'll be able to play with these West Coast teams in their conference? The, the West Coast team in their conference. Who are the West Coast team in our conference? Sir. Sir, speak to me. My dumb Julio friend, my illiterate chronic... Uh, yeah, right. Will they be able to play with the West Coast team in their conference, which is the Eastern Conference, which there are no West Coast. There's a West Coast of Florida team which, thank God, we don't have that one, the lightweights, but there are no West Coast teams in the Eastern Conference. Last time I looked at the standings, last time I checked my map. Another hockey expert. There you go. Oh. All right. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Neil God, I got something to share with you about the president. I have a friend in Tallahassee where I went to school that tells me, you got to work for the Republican committee. He's a hillbilly. I said, these people are mashuganous. He didn't know what I meant. They're fascist maniacs. You know that? These are the same people that ousted everyone on the, the border regions up in Tallahassee. All right? They ousted everyone. They cut the, And now they want to throw this guy out. They want to throw him out for nothing. It's disgusting. It's the fall of America. It's the fall of an empire to watch these people work. They got evil in their eyes. They got poison in their eyes if you watch them. Another thing, Neil. Yeah. Eight years ago... The but kosher, it puts the lotion in the basket. It puts the lotion in the basket. Uh-huh. Eight years ago, the kosher yeah. gourmet, a fine deli on Sunrise Boulevard in between Pine Island and University, we used to send you knishes over at the other scumbag station. Do you remember? I remember, sure. Remember Crazy Mel, the knish man? Mm-hmm. Mel's now got Dubin Insurance Agency in Tamarack. Instead of knishes, he's selling insurance. Wanted yeah. to get a little plug in there for Okay, him. happy Chinooka. Thank you. Get out of here. 
That's the reason he called. He don't care about the border regions. He don't care about uh, Penis Gate, Monica Gate, Stain Gate, uh, any of that. He cares about getting in the plug because what the hell? He's Jewish. What's wrong with that? 23 before 8 a.m. There's no fags in, in the church. Have you ever had an alien anal probe? You ever been impregnated by a creature from a far-off galaxy? I bet the only thing you took away from the experience was a strange rash and that chip that's still in your brain. Well, how'd you like to pick up a nice lump of cash the next time an intergalactic traveler decides to pick you up? Well, now you can with abduction insurance. You've heard the crazy farmers and low-rent white trash talk about it, so you know it's true. Alien abductions do happen. And now, for the first time in the history of mankind, you can actually benefit from your next abduction. Just pay us a little bit each month, and the next time you take a little trip, come back to Earth and show us that chip in your head, or the rod in your ass, and the claim is as good as yours. Abduction insurance. Sign up today and get free as a bonus a meteorite-proof umbrella, just in case. 143 at 560 WQM. Got some bad news from our uh, remote location out there with a the QAM van. Real bad <laughs> news. They're dying over there. That's what Sam said. They're dying over there at the... Well, you know, if they go to places, instead of trying to get laid, if they go to places like, you know, near shopping malls, stuff like that. But these guys want to get laid. They want to pick up some chicks out there, which uh, is their prerogative. How about doing that after 2 o'clock would be good? Instead of going out there to Hooters, at Pines and University, you'd think that there'd be a, that'd be a busy location, wouldn't it? It's a very busy intersection. In, in Pembroke Pines, shouldn't that be our audience there? Uh -huh. Shouldn't that be millions of our people there? Uh -huh. And they got under 100 bucks there, so we got still under $600 for the whole day, and we're going to make 1000 bucks for the day every day on these uh, QAM van things, even if they have to stay there till 1, 2, 3 in the morning, 4, 5 in the morning, even if they have to be there when we come back tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock and start all over again. But God damn, are you people slow out there in Pembroke Pines. What is the story with that? I guess what we're discovering is that we have... Pockets of listeners. You know what I'm saying? We have little pockets in Plantation. We got a little pocket down there. Where were they the other day that we had a little bit of response on US-1? The Grove. Oh, in the Grove. Yeah, we got some closet people in the Grove. But uh, you have to be just in the right place, in the right neighborhood, within about two or three blocks of where all these people are. Otherwise, we hit these big, gigantic gaps. Here's a mobile in Plantation. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh... Two, just a couple of words about what's going on in Washington. First of all, Tom DeLay, the bug man. Nazi, from, yeah. Uh, yeah, the bug man from Texas. Uh -huh. um, a very interesting thing happened in 1992 when uh, Mr. Chief Justice Rehnquist uh, changed the uh, procedure for selecting the three-judge panel uh, that picked uh, the independent counsel. Very briefly, these guys used to be retirees from... Uh, both parties who had no particular, no particular axe to grind. Mm -hmm. And along came Iran Contra Gate, and uh, then the Whitewater, uh, the initial Whitewater Independent Council wasn't doing much. And so um, in 1992, the head of the three judge panel um, was replaced by a former Reagan right wing uh, zealot uh, who in turn appointed Mr. Starr. And yeah. guess who's going to be presiding in the Senate? Mr. Rehnquist. Oh, yeah, that's right, of course. So um, don't, um, you know, and everybody seems to sort of like be uh, preoccupied with Christmas shopping while the entire Constitution is turned upside down. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no defending this guy, but... I mean, some of the stuff that they were talking about, which nobody is paying any attention or listening to, some of the stuff that they were bringing up in the impeachment articles about how he lied to his cabinet members, how in God's name he lied to them about whether he was having sex with this woman, not about anything that had to do with government. He lied to, to Fox the Cat, too. So what? 
And a buddy. Uh, well, yeah. But um, anyway, the um, I don't know. Yeah. What, are, what is it going to take? Uh, a right-wing coup to um What do you mean, what is up? it going to take? They're already doing it. They're in the, it's in the process. I hate to break the news to you. They're in the process. It's well, already underway. Let's uh, hope uh, it takes a turn for the better. Okay, and have a great day. Two open lines in day two in Brown. Interested in this? They want to know a little bit more about Joe DiMaggio. Did he have a good PM today? How are things going with Jolt and Joe? And they want to go out there and do their shopping and light the candles on the menorah and go out and get the light bulbs on a Hanukkah bush. And then uh, that's it. Five line. I can't believe we're dying in Pembroke Pines. Just, just come in this morning. We got beautiful totals over 85 grand with still seven of the eight border stores to report in. We got the outlying precincts going to be reporting in tomorrow on Wednesday. We could be up there close to 90 grand already. And this thing worked miraculously on Thursday with a QAM van. It worked great on Friday, over a thousand bucks each day. And we got a real big smile on our post, real optimistic. We're going to get the big number. And we go out today and there you go. Excuse us for infringing on your time, okay? Excuse us, especially there in Pembroke Pines. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you, sir? Okay, sir. I had an opportunity to go out to the new arena to watch the Panthers play. Yeah. I, I found out the big problem out there. Aside from no enthusiasm on the ice, there's no enthusiasm in the uh, stands. Yeah. I mean, what's the story? It's in Maple Leaf Gardens. It's not the Forum. It's not Madison Square Garden. There are 17,000, 18,000 people in there, and maybe maybe 10 or 20% of them really are there because they care about the team, because they understand the game. And the rest of them are there for whatever reason you'd have to ask them, because it's something to do, somewhere to go. Somebody gave them the tickets. That's why they're there. Right. It's just a total event. To this is team. not a hockey town, sir. These people don't know from hockey. When do you think it's ever going to become a hockey town, considering you have half these people from Montreal come down here, and New Yorkers come down here to watch the game, but there's still no electricity in the stands. Everyone sits on their hands. Yeah. It's up into the crowd. We get them animated. Oh! Let's start doing that while the game is going on. I think this guy just gave us a real good idea. In fact, the Panther Patrol, they're good. They're on skates. They can skate pretty quick. While the, you know, when the action is down at one end of the ice, they can be down the other end, you know, slinging the uh, shirts up into the crowd. Hey! And everybody's screaming and yelling, and they're watching themselves up on the big scoreboard up there. I mean, it won't add anything to the team or to, uh, you know, scoring any goals, but it'll add some more excitement in the atmosphere this guy wants. It, it, you can't manufacture it. You cannot manufacture enthusiasm. You can manufacture fake enthusiasm, which I've been talking about for the last couple of years now. Da -da. Da -da -da -da, you know, that kind of crap, and everybody juking and jiving and watching themselves up on the screen. But when you've got about 70 or 80 percent of the people in there who don't even understand what's going on out there, like this guy before who calls and asks me about when are we going to be able to beat the, uh, the teams in uh, uh, the Western teams in our conference, I assume meaning that we lost to Calgary the other night. <clears throat> God. And, and when you got guys like Michael Russo, who's just a fat, like I said at the beginning of the show, just a big rotund schmuck, who's nothing more than the propagandist, he's the, he's the propaganda voice for the organization. Giving us a song and a dance about Stu Barnes and how he's on the fourth line with Pittsburgh and they're disgruntled and they'd like to cut his salary because they're almost bankrupt and they had to borrow $20 million to make the payroll and yada, yada, yada. In the meantime, he just scores his 13th goal on Saturday in a 4-3 Penguin win over St. Louis. Does anybody on the Panthers have 13 goals? No. Marty Strzok has got 14. Anybody got 14? No. Anybody got 12? No. Anybody got 11? No. 
and Michael Russo, as usual, writing whatever it is that they want him to write, whatever will curry favor with the organization. You're just a suckhole, Mike. Why don't you face it, okay? You and that dark-complected friend of yours over there at the Herald that writes the same article that you write every day, just by coincidence, because you put in the paper whatever it is that they tell you that to put in. What a joke. You pick up the Toronto Sun or the Toronto Star or a real newspaper in a real sports town, and you read columns where people have got something to say. Not just where people are parroting whatever the organization tells them to put in there. But, hey, it works easy here because uh, most of the people don't know what the hell they're talking about anyway. Stew who? Hey, we're not going to stew over it anymore. Chris Wells looks real good up there in the stands in that suit. America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you get some tummy tuck. And uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my, uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know what they would do it right puts away. the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Uh-huh. Laser surgery. Uh-huh. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then yeah. upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay, um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay, um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Just Mommy. one moment. You, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation for it life? It puts the lotion in the basket. Uh, okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit and nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to make it an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? 157 at 560. I'm, I'm telling you, one of these times I'm going to play that and not be able to come back up for oxygen in between. Here's uh, North Miami. Hello? Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Listen, man, I was listening to that guy talking about the West Coast. I guess what he's trying to say maybe is that, you know, are we going to be competitive ever against those teams from out there in the Western Conference? Or Western what? Conference. Well, what, what difference does it make? I mean, there are teams in our conference that we're not going to be competitive. Well, What's going to happen next time we play New Jersey? Well, I know. It's, it's tough because, you know, the, the team was good there for a moment. All of a sudden they took a crap. Well, what, what do you mean they were good there for a moment? I you mean, know, when they went to the finals. Huh? When they went to the finals. That's three years ago. Yeah, well, that's what I'm they saying. Had, they know? got hot for two months. I mean, that's three years ago. Yeah, well, you know, it's disappointing to see what they are now. they got a brand-new stadium, and nobody yeah, wants and to go and they have crappy no goaltending, and their defense is shaky at best, and we got a couple of guys who can uh, score, and uh, that's it. 
Yeah. It's, well, it's a very mediocre team right now, and unless something happens, this team isn't going to have a Chinaman's chance of making the playoffs, not with what we got right now. Not only that, mediocre teams with terrible fans to show for. Well, I mean, but at least they're showing up. But, uh, you know, they're, look, the, the answer to the guy's question before, that call before about the passion or whatever, you know, that's the term I use. There is little or no passion in this town, and there's definitely no passion for hockey. And, and you want to know the answer to, uh, the, the, all you got to do is go there and look around and watch the way the crowd reacts. It doesn't make any difference, even on a Saturday night game. Saturday night, and that, uh, what, what the hell was the Carolina game that went up 3-3? And there are people leaving in a tie game early in the third period. There are people leaving after the second period. On a weeknight, of course, on a weeknight, I mean, God forbid, 10-15, you're not gone already, you're 10 o'clock because, uh, you know, even if it's the holidays, well, we got to get up early tomorrow, but it's the holidays. Well, you know, there is no passion because uh, people leave whenever the hell they want to leave because those people aren't there they're because they're fans. They're there because somebody gave them the tickets or for whatever reason. Like I told you before, this guy that sits in front of me that wants to wave across the way and wants to talk to kids standing in the aisle while the game is going on and is oblivious to the fact that some of us really are fans and we want to see what's going on. You go to a real hockey place, you don't see uh, much of any of that going on. There, people are there, they paid their hard-earned money or somebody paid it because they wanted to go and support the team and have a good time and enjoy the sport. Here you got a bunch of people. It's a social event. They want to go there to socialize, to schmooze, to talk to their friends in the other section on their cell phones and stand up and while the game is going, hey, how you doing over there? So to socialize. Like I've said before, if you want to socialize, there's a big, beautiful hallway out there. Go out and get a salami sandwich and 20 or 30 beers and sit out there in the goddamn hallway and get out of our face and let us watch the game. Those 10 or 20% of us who go there because we want to see a game going on. But hey... So did we ever get a final update from uh, these guys or what? No. What? No, I think they're inside having wings. Yeah, they're inside having wings. They're schmoozing with a goddamn broads in there. They're not out there. You know, they, we don't expect them to over, overdo it. You know, Sam and Chris did a great job Thursday and Friday. Let's not put too much pressure and expect them to work like three days in a row.